With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Monsters. Hey, you wanted the best? You got the best. Honest talk show in the morning, anywhere in the country where the monsters. Mornings on Real Radio 104.1, broadcasting live on iHeartRadio. That is a free application for your smartphone. You should download it and put it on there now. If you haven't done it yet, it really is a great way to you know get the entire radio station. And then also we have that on-demand channel. So the Monsters have their own national channel on iHeartRadio. You type in the keyword Monsters and you get the past shows. Kind of pick and choose whichever ones you want to listen to. It's very cool. Uh, and then also, too, you get us live on uh, WTKS here at Real Radio. And it's, uh, you know, the Monsters in the Morning. You get the News Junkie and the Phillips File all when you have that that application, which is free to you. I love it. It's awesome. Check it out. We have a great website, monsters.fm. Bloggy Molly probably just rolled over and just waiting to hear what we're going to talk about so she can pop something up on the website that you can you know, you know can see it and hear it all at the same time. It's kind of interactive, very cool, and it's monsters.fm. I'm Russ Rollins, host of the program, and with everybody this morning, we'll be doing this until around 11 o'clock. Here's the goat ripping champion of Palaka Florida Dirty Gym. Hello. Angel, our producer, is here. Go, locals. Carlos, here to take you to the top. To the top. Never stop, baby. And every once in a while, when you do decide to call and not text, uh, McGraw will answer the phone for you. He also is doing video and stuff uh, for the website, which, you know, is very cool. And also our Facebook page. This is a little, little Facebook uh, little minute uh, video thing, if you've, you know, you've been uh, checking that out. Uh, how do people go to our, our uh, Facebook page? It's very easy. Go to Monsters in the Morning. Uh, it's, uh, we're always putting up stuff up there. Literally, uh, stuff that they find all around the web, stuff that we talk about, personal stuff. And, uh, it's a lot of fun. It's always, uh, something new. I'm digging that, uh, that jacket Angel's got on. Is that a jacket or that's, oh, it's a, okay. You had a jacket on before though. Yeah. 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 It's a jacket with the, ho- uh, the hoodie. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. The, you look like, uh, very stylish. you look very stylish when you came in this morning. Uh, uh, that's a Kanye move, right? Look at that. that Kanye cool. likes the jackets with the hoodies. That is cool, man. See, I couldn't pull that off, though, could I? I'm scared. Keep it, on, keep it on. I'm scared. Somebody hold me. I couldn't, I couldn't pull cool it off, jacket. could I? Uh, I mean, no, that, no, no, you cannot. Nah, probably I'm not. too old for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think that sweatsuit's doing you just fine. <laughs> Thank you. I'm no on. worries. I know that we're sticking around after the show, <laughs> and got we got it. a lot of uh, videos. I'm going to be comfortable. Yeah. I want to be uh, yeah. comfortable yeah. with health. Out for a brisk walk this morning, maybe, with your cockapoo? Well, I, you know, <laughs> I, did, I, did, I did walk to the car, and it was a bit on the chilly side. I was in uh-huh. the 40s out there, you know? yeah, yeah. Uh, but it, it was I, cold yesterday, man. I guess uh, it, uh, by noon, it's only going to be like 63, 64, yeah. uh, and, uh, so it's going to be a little bit of a chilly day. And nothing compared to what's going on up <laughs> north. However do we tolerate these harsh Florida winters? <laughs> I know. I had to call somebody. Oh, I had to call AT&T yesterday because my son. Uh, he's using it like crazy. Oh, he's Shut using that bandwidth, man. And, 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 like eight point something yeah. gigabytes or whatever. And, and, uh, and You have the power, buddy. Call AT&T I, I, and say I, cut, his, cut his data and be done with it. I called him yesterday. And, they learn quick. It's amazing. And uh, when I called, the lady's like, 
okay, let me, you know, I've got to figure all this out. And she wants to do the, you know, you know I'm going to do a little small talk, you know, because uh-huh. she needs to kill some time. So, what are you doing today? So, what's the weather like there in Florida, you know? And and, uh, and I you know, I told her, it was like, oh, it's like, 70-something or whatever. She goes, so how close is Orlando to Jacksonville? <laughs> and I'm like, it's not close at all. I mean, she's, oh, okay. And, uh, you know, I've seen football games in Jacksonville. Uh, but that was her only, uh, she's somewhere in like, Iowa or wherever she yeah. was, and somewhere, and she and there was freezing and cold there, and she was complaining. She's like, "Oh, in Florida, it's just that happens it's, every time when you talk to one of those people." I they, always ask them where they are. Yeah, like one of the first things when they go into that. Okay, well, just give me one second. Yeah, oh, it'll be paused. Where are you at? So, what part of the country are you in? Well, I'm in Minnesota this morning. Ooh, Minnesota. That, that's some cold. So that, you mean you are in hell yeah, this yeah. morning? That's where you are. Because who could imagine living when it's 20 degrees when you wake up? It is amazing. And he's going to crawl to the blistering twenty-four by two. Yeah, well, they have I've underground a- uh, uh, like passageways, right? They have underground, or is that Toronto that has those where you go literally under the ground? I think that must be Toronto. I, oh, I don't okay. remember that in uh, in Minneapolis, Minnesota. I, I've been to Minneapolis and St. Paul, and and uh, you know to see people live there, it's crazy. I mean, it is it is. I mean, colder than you could ever imagine, but they love it. They are Minnesota people. Love they, they, Minnesota. They take pride in it. They take pride in, in living more, more in that cold. Pride, yeah. More than we take pride in Orlando. Well, which I, I mean, how difficult is it to strip down your shorts and go lay outside? I mean, it, it it's way more difficult to live in cold weather so than you in have hot to, weather. So you have to muster up a pride in order to want to stay there. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. We, we don't have to yeah. muster up a lot of pride to be here. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, to, to get away from the heat, either I hop in my pool, one of the many lakes or rivers, or the ocean that we're offered here in Florida. Because you know you're never 30 minutes away from the ocean in Florida, right? Wherever you are. Right. Right. Uh, or you, you step inside your air-conditioned home. Well, when it's one outside, there's one escape. <laughs> yeah. And it's into your house by the fireplace. That's, That's it. it. That's, That's it. your escape. And when you go inside, chances are you're warming your house up. To a smooth sixty, yeah, and so it, that you can enjoy it. And you're, you know, to, to go from your, you know, Maybe. from your house to your car if it's outside. I mean, it, it's such a culture shock. I mean, it's, it's such a shock oh, to the system. Yeah, you know? but, hell yeah. And I guess they're dealing with that up in New York. It, 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 the uh, the snow blizzard never got as bad as they as they predicted. Snowmageddon never really happened. Never really happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was a death. My wife was reading the story about um, a couple or somebody hopped in a car. Yeah, and uh, they turned the car on, um, and they were going to shovel it out. And the time that they turned the car on. Uh, the exhaust pipe was covered up by, sm- by snow and, and uh, suffocated the person inside or something. Oh, jeez. you guys hear about that story? Yeah, it was sad because it was a teenager. It was a kid, right, yeah. yeah. There was that, and there was another kid that, uh, because of all the snow, like Long Island got it worse than, let's say, uh, Manhattan, and so a kid sledding, taking advantage of sledding, hits a telephone pole, kills himself. Yeah. Uh, that sucks. That's no, not good. Beyond, beyond the death, though, sledding is a blast. Yeah, I hear. I, I've been sledding you is know, so much I've fun. You know, I've never done that. Oh my God, it's fun! I've never done sled, and you would think, uh, you know, that that sounds easy enough. All you do is sit on it and, and pray, right? Yeah, we all, well, um, kind of. You can steer some of them. The ones, the old ones, like uh, the what's the Citizen Kane? Oh the, yeah, yeah, like oh, Rosebud. I was, th- I was thinking about the round one, like in vacation. No, 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 no. nobody does those. <laughs> or Christmas vacation. Old yeah. Goobers use those, man. You use a like a Rosebud, and you spray rosebud. Pam on it. And- yeah, you haul ass and you really what you want to do yeah really if you're a thug sledder what you want is you want a you want a, fre- a freezing rain because then oh, it gets the, icy. The, the roads then it gets the roads with a, about a quarter inch thick coating of ice and i mean there's no limit to the speed you can get 
Yeah. And it's pretty much up to gravity and God at that point. I mean, you can just go. It's so dangerous. But the other thing was. That thug sledding is what's Yeah, yeah what's thug at. sledding hey, is dog, all. That's all I do, man. This so, thug, this thug yeah, sledding, th- dog. Thug is what I do. Hear that, I come around the neighborhood, do a little thug sweat. So, how would a thug decorate his, uh, his, his sweat? Man, I ice that bitch out, put some diamonds on that. Yo, man, I lowered it, just but it don't go nowhere. Paint that bitch, put a blunt design on it. Bitch. <laughs> bitch. Hey, um. That's funny. A little but rosebud. We went to North Carolina. God, right when Tori and I got together, we went up there. So it's like 10 years ago, right? So we went up to North Carolina with the entire family to do like a Christmas ski vacation getaway type thing. Mm-hmm. Right. Rented a few of those uh, big houses there on the slopes, like right on, I think it was Sugar Mountain or Beach Mountain. And they have an area that's just for like a tubing. Right, he's a big Oh, old yeah, you get a tubing. I, I did that. Like That's a four hundred yeah. yard long ass tubing run. Now you definitely cannot maneuver that thing. You just no, hold on and that's pray. Fate. You just get in and hope. Mm-hmm. And uh, and man, you know what it turned out? Like all the guys who went skiing in the day because the slopes, the slopes are so small. Skiing's kind of no fun. Yeah, your entire run lasts like three minutes. It's not like out in uh, yeah Colorado. Where but it's... man, that tubing it was fun. God Almighty, we we tore that bitch up. I mean, the kids were like, "Dad, wait for us." Yeah, like we were because they have a little tow rope, you know. So you get up there and you kind of you don't want to walk your tube all the way up, so you just basically tube oh. down. You go over, you sit on it, and you and hold, hold the tow on. Rope. Yeah, it pulls you back up. That sounds like fun. Hey, uh, last night you did your your first stand up in a long time, and yeah. now like what a two years or something. Almost over three years. Almost three years, yeah. uh, and it was at the place over in uh, Fairbanks. Yeah. What was it called? Uh, uh, Big Cheese. Big Cheese. Yeah, it was good food, too. Had some food beforehand. How did? Uh, were you nervous going up there for the first Because, you know, stand-up comedy is one of those things that you could, you could go up there and you could eat you know, wow. eat it and bomb and be uh, everybody's looking at you with the crickets, or yeah. you could kill. And it's nervous is one thing. Nervous if you're a guy working a forklift right now on the Walmart docks, right. and you, you, know, you can make everybody in the warehouse laugh, and you go up there and do it, and you bomb. It's one thing. But when you're the four and a half inch picture on the <laughs> on the oh, yeah. beautiful four color gorgeous uh, billboard, here's our headliner, and you're talking about it all week. And, and, and also, it, it, it said black bean on the uh, on the thing. You know, it was funny. The guy who put that together, uh, you know, he listened to the show, but he was I, like, I heard Russ say it two times. <laughs> I figured. <laughs> so he was like, uh, he was like, I would just put it. Up. And then when I saw the promoter uh, last night, Vince, great guy, he's like, Oh, I'm sorry, man. I was like, Dude, it's not a big deal. And if anybody didn't know me as black bean, I'd want him there. Right, 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 right. You know, so um, no. It it went really well. I mean, a big shout out to McGraw. He came out. A lot of uh, other monster listeners. And yeah, it was a little bit like, oh damn, I haven't been up there in a while. Last time I went up there, my daughter was six months old, and she's four now. Yikes! You know, so oh, it's, it's been a long time. It's yeah. been a long time. But my goal, uh, and and you know, I just hadn't been doing as much as I wanted to. And my goal once I got back on the show was to obviously start doing some again. And it was a lot of fun. It, the thrill of getting up there. It's the hardest entertainment medium. I, I personally think because. It's just you and a mic, and that's it. And yeah. people are, make me laugh. Yeah, I'm gonna, see, yeah it's, it's the expectation. The whole idea is, okay, I'm going to get up, and I'm going to be able to verbalize and tell stories, and these stories are going to make you laugh. Right. right? And and I've got to be able to figure out exactly the right things to say. I mean, that, it, it, is, it is a lot more. Like, we are sitting here, and we're all goofing, and we're hoping some people are laughing here and there, but we don't have the instant you know, feedback to yeah. tell us whether we're yeah. winning or losing. We're just keep throwing it all out there. You get the instant feedback, and if you say something that bombs – you know uh, it. <laughs> you, see yeah. the, you see the eyes roll. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you see guys stop 
paying attention? You know, like when you're talking to your kids when they're young and you lose them after about 40 seconds, you oh. know, they kind of start wandering off. I mean, I've, I mean, I've had that experience before if they're doing stand-up. And you're just like, oh, these guys are checked out completely. I'm just saying words. And, the, and then people start talking to each other in the yeah. back because they're not interested. And Yeah, because, I mean, obviously, it's a re- most places you do comedy is going to be a restaurant, a bar. Obviously, you're going to do somewhere you have stages, but majority of the time, Hostile is probably the wrong word, but you're looking at a crowd where they're like right on top of you, you know, and yeah. and so you're you're seeing the, their eyes, and um, and I thought it went pretty well considering um, I tried out obviously a lot of new stuff. You know, when you have a kid, you change as a person, sure. and, and the things that you think are funny change, and and I didn't change entirely for sure, but I got some new different stuff. I mean, McGraw, what did you have fun? Yeah, t- tell the truth. You don't. Yeah, have to, you can tell the truth. Just gonna be sitting here. You don't. Uh, no, how do you do? Killed, Carlos killed it, honestly. Oh, he did. Uh, oh, I'm a big too. fan of awkward moments, and there was like five or six guys that went before him uh-huh. where you could hear a pin drop. Oh no! And I that's my that, favorite. I thought though. that was the funniest thing. In oh the world. yeah, I've yeah. I've never seen um, an open mic comedy thing before. Yeah, so oh. I've from, always seen professionals. So guys got up and they. And they yeah. tried. So open mic was from 8 it's, to 9, and then the performers uh, went on at uh, 9. And, yeah, there is – that's why it's funny because there were some comedians there. And, yeah. and sometimes if you're, you're performing to a room of comedians, they're haters. Oh, sure. Majority of the, majority yeah. the time. These guys were real cool. Everybody was very supportive. Oh, that's good. Um, and there were now, some I, funny guys. Are any there. of them going to? No, we've got our comic search that we're yes. doing. And today we're staying after the show to, to view uh, over 40, uh, you know, contestants or mm-hmm. entries. And we're gonna, we got to wheel it down to 12. Uh, so it's going to be actually a, a, a lot of time. Uh, so uh, any guys that are were in it last night, are, do you think they're going to be in uh, the- Yeah, actually some of the promoter guys stopped by and said, oh, yeah, I'm definitely doing that. Um, some of the comedians that we know are, are already entered. Oh, um, man. It's going to be a good stock of comedians because there's one thing. Uh, Flor- Orlando and Florida has a lot of comedians. And uh, obviously fe- February 19th is the first big show for us opening up the uh, Cheyenne Saloon. Yeah. So I wanted to get warmed up for that. Yeah, 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 and uh, I'll probably do another show before the actual first one on February nineteenth. Uh, but a uh, lot of fun. My wife went out. My my uh, dad and all, my, my dad loves stand up comedy. Oh, you're doing it again? Yeah. So he got to come out and see me, and uh, it was really so, so, cool. Okay, did you bring? Were there are a lot of people uh, like that you brought? Was it like a lot of your? No, pro- no, I'm no. Not, I was surprised. There were some people, some friends of mine that I didn't realize were going to come out, and yeah. I did. And small room, and I only promoted a little bit, but uh, definitely you'll be hearing a lot more of. Yeah, that's yeah. good. Good, good. So, it's so McGraw, so it went well. But anyone uh, before him really eat it bad? Oh yeah, man. There was one guy did not get a single laugh, and, oh. it, and it was it was pretty brutal, though. I mean, but I loved it. it. I thought that was the funniest did, thing. Did you laugh when everybody wasn't laughing? Or? Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I was in the back of the room chuckling, man, because I was like, man, this dude's crashing and burning. That, right that here. is the worst. The guys laughing at that really aren't being mean. They're just kind of remembering the time they did it. Yeah. You know, they know that feeling of emptiness, and you don't know what to do because you can't leave. No. There's no there's no getting in an argument leaving uh, when you're doing stand-up, especially if you're two jokes into a, even a seven-minute set. You do your second joke. It's like, oh, yeah. okay, this sucks. I'll see you and, guys later. And this <laughs> is the joke you said to yourself, well, if all goes wrong, I'll hit them with this one, right. and then I'll get back on track. <laughs> and, then, and then you hit them with the sure thing, and the sure thing... Uh, incites nothing. Yeah, hey, do you feel? Do you feel most you know, like I know that we got out of the habit of doing this years ago, and, and I can't do it. I can't do the sympathy laugh. I, I just can't. Now Jeff Howe will sympathy laugh, or either that, or just everything's funny. To he him. cringe laughs. Cringe laughs. He laughs. Sympathy laughs at, laugh or yeah, he laughs but we pain. stopped that so long ago, so we don't do sympathy laughs. But some audience members will do it because they think it's well, it's polite. I'm supposed to laugh here, right? Even if they don't think it's funny. But I just can't do that. Open it, mics really aren't like that, though. No, there's no, not much oh, there sympathy, was no sympathy no. laughing. There's no sympathy laughing in an open 
mic because, like Carlos said, most a lot of the crowd sometimes it's a challenge is Comedians. are comics. Yeah. So I mean, when I did it at Why Not, I went up in front of thirty five people. Twenty four of them were uh, comics waiting, studying their lines. Right. Like I'm up on stage <laughs> and I'm looking back, and they're all leaning against the bar with their little sheets of paper, oh, napkins, haters, or whatever yeah. they've scrawled with their dirty fingers right. in, into like an, a, a, a like a coke cup they've opened up with a knife and scrawled it in there, written it on their arm, and they're they're. They're literally peeing themselves waiting to go because they're so nervous yeah. they can't see straight. The five people that are actually buying drinks there, yeah. they're, they want to be entertained. Right. So they will they will give you a little bit more of the benefit of the doubt, but they won't laugh because they feel bad for you. And that's why you have to do rooms like this because, you know, hopefully on February 19th it's going to be a nice packed house. Of people that, especially well, for this, that are listening to the show, so you're going to have a nicer audience. Here's room. the challenge. That that room, I mean, yeah. uh, not to bring up the, the negative, but that room is a huge room. It is a big-ass room. Cheyenne Saloon is Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job, it's a calling. Agents answer the call working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Huge. It's cavernous. But the so cool- trust me, I mean, there'll be enough room for everybody, yeah. uh, but, uh, but we probably got to try to sit everybody together. That's what we're But the do. cool yeah, thing yeah. about it, though, is if you look at the room in its totality, really the feature part of the room it's is around the, the dance floor. It's yeah. true. The rest the of it kind of goes back behind we're the gonna, horseshoe bar, and it's really behind everything. So I believe that with a good crowd, you can sit them up front or kind of around the dance that's floor, what we're and, on and doing. you'll be Tables fine. Tables and chairs around the dance floor? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. They got them, the, it kind of centers all around it. It's perfect. Uh, for comedy, for good, sure. Good, good. Um, hey, but, when do you think? I, I've never heard this, and I maybe you guys know, and I don't. Uh, when did stand-up comedy start as an art form? Like, like, did, I mean, uh, I'm sure people it, did it with kings. People were doing this for kings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People were doing this. It was centuries. Th- this has been. This is as old as uh, this time, yes. right? Yeah. No, it's it, you know one of the purest art forms of all time. Magic, comedy, and singing. Yeah, that's it. I mean, you talk about individual art forms and then perform and then interpretive dance. Or storytelling. It yes. was like basically. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's been. It. I mean, I mean, as long as there've been I mean, relationships that dude, between Jesus men. Had some pretty good one-liners. Yeah. Yeah. So, like in the eighteen. But here's the reason I ask is because I was trying to think of okay, who in the eighteen hundreds was famous for being a stand-up comic? You know, and I don't know that there. But that was a different era then. You may not know that, but it would be mostly. Uh, sometimes it would be like because we va- know the ma- vaudeville. You know, like yeah, singing. Because yeah, yeah. magician, you, you know. I'm sorry, Jimmy. That's you, right. Like magician. You know who was the big yeah, magician? Houdini and guys Houdini. like that, right? But I don't remember like the first time you start hearing about stand-up comedy is uh, Bruce, um, uh, Lenny, Lenny, Bruce? Lenny Bruce. Oh no, 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 that's way before. Okay, who who before Lenny Bruce? Um, well, around Bruce. that same. I'm sorry. Uh, who was big? Who was like uh, known nationally? Who's take my wife, please? Who's oh, that's Benny Young. Uh, Benny. Benny Young. Well, they were around the same time, I think. No, I think he was way before him. And in the forties, in the thirties and forties, God, man, you would kill me with this. Yeah. Well, Bob Hope was stand-up comedy. Yep. 
And he's old. He was 80 when he... So he's older than Lenny Bruce. Okay. So I'm trying to think of like the furthest back comedian that we can you know, recognize as... God, you do that. You hit that. Yeah, but also, with me it's all generational. I can't think either. Yeah, no, no, but it's all generational, right? Because like, if my dad was here, he's going to tell you some guy. Uh, there's this Cuban comedian out of uh, Miami. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Geddes, Geddes, Alvarez, Geddes. That's the first. Com- him and Richard Pryor are the first comics right. I heard in my house. That's growing up. My father remembers uh, com- the stand-up comics from Puerto Rico. Mm-hmm. That the, I mean, so it's all going to be generational. Depends on who you talk huh. to. Okay, so I'm just, Jack Benny and Henny Youngman. Yeah, Henny yeah. Youngman. Okay, yeah. Doing a little bit of research. Um, the UK has a long heritage of stand-up, which yeah. began in the 18th and 19th century. Okay. But as far as the United States, where it really started taking off, and this makes sense, is at the end of World War II, right. many, many members of the armed forces had developed a taste for stand-up because they come perform, and then after that, it kind of bled into... You know, the rest so really, of- before that, there wasn't hardly anybody it, that was that was. I mean, I know well, that, not the art of stand up, right. the art of stand up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, they do these, you know, do skits or whatever on, as a vaudeville show. Maybe even the old west. Yeah, you know, we knew that there were traveling shows that would come around, and mostly it was like you know, uh, small plays or whatever the case may be. But we know that happened. Yeah, you know, yeah. They yeah. I mean, they're saying it's vaudeville era is what uh, led to the, our modern version of stand up in the United States of America. So maybe it's not as old as we think it is. No, 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 the idea Bob of entertaining the, by yourself just, is just old, by, old, yeah. Just by using Calling your it stand-up stories, is, is, yeah. is, the, is what's new. Yeah, yeah. And, and the funny thing about stand-up and going to open mics, like you, you think you're going to get up there and it's like an, an open mic and you're going to sit there, I'm going to do my set all the way through, I'm going to do a little joke here. But like this is a crowd of, they're on top of you, they're, some will talk back to you. So you've got to punt. you, you got to be able to. Exactly. Here you, you got, go. Here's a couple guys, Red Skeleton, Will Rogers, George Burns. That's all, yeah, right after the, yeah. the war, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Huh. Anyway. So anyway, they were on top of you and? Oh, no, no, no. Um, and then you got to find that line between uh, not going too much improv yeah. and improving Because you got to be in the moment, but you can't just go off track. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah, a, sure. It's, it's a hard thing to do where you just – because then all of a sudden you're like totally off oh. track. Like, where am I at yeah. right now? And I'm talking about the girl in the audience where if it's a big room, you're not gonna really going to do that. And, you it know? Look, and it looks uh, kind of oddly uh, – Conjuncted when you when you do a bit and you find something like somebody heckles you and you say something it gets a giant laugh and then you'll say two more things and they all kind of build on that one thing and then you're like okay I got to get back to where I was but you're but you finally got a giant laugh using your skills yeah. so you're like you're well may, I want to stay here and then you tell that one more joke and it yeah. eats it now you got to go back yeah, exactly and, right. to where you're eating it before <laughs> uh, yes Angel all right so the founders of modern American stand up include these people. Uh, Moms Mabley, oh. Jack Benny, yeah. Bob Hope, George Burns, Fred Allen, Milton Berle, and Frank Fay. So yeah. these are all they people started, the, uh, They came from the vaudeville circuit. In the 50s. Uh, 30s. Uh, 40s and 50s, right? 30, no. No, more like, yeah, because they're saying early, early 20th century. Yeah, vaudeville. They called it the uh, Chitlin Circuit at the that Chitlin time. Circuit. Yeah. The yeah. Chitlin Circuit. Yeah. Yeah, vaudeville. Black comedians. Is that, oh. yeah, yeah, real, real. Real old, yeah. Huh. All right, so, well, anyway, if, if you still would like to enter this, you yes. need to get your video in before uh, 12 o'clock today. Pretty much, yeah. We are uh, we're shutting it down because we have to select our tw- our 12. Um, like, And sometimes people are asking me questions, so what's the deal like? We're going to have four stand-up nights. Three are going to be competition. One will be the finale. The finals, yeah. Exactly, and four comedians every single night. Uh, it's really going to be a unique thing where not only are we going to have judges, crowd participation. Yeah. It's going to be. Oh, yeah. A, we have a way for the crowd to be able to participate. Do you want to talk yeah, about Yeah, sure. I mean, uh, so we're going to have, like I said, nights where people are competing. Four comics will compete against each other at the Cheyenne Saloon, first night, February 19th. And um, what we're going to do is basically there'll be two judges. They have their say. And then the audience there that night gets to vote 
They're going to text in their vote just they'll, like any so, other reality show. Just like on American Idol. They'll cool. be able to text in. The, if they're live there watching, they're going to give them a code, and they'll be able to uh, text their vote in. So they're gonna, so you go that night, you're going to be able to help with uh, picking the the next uh, Monster Comic of the Year. Exactly so right. They win $1,000. They get a spot on the show. There's a lot of cool stuff that's involved. So uh, Yeah. Yeah. A thousand bucks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's crazy, isn't it? Well, give me some napkins. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, uh, you're listening to the Monster of the Morning. Ha <laughs> ha. Oh, that's crazy. All right, welcome back to the Monsters Mornings on Red Radio one hundred four point one, broadcasting live on iHeartRadio. Hey, what's our theme today? Do we have a theme? Uh, I'm gonna try to do lean on because uh, so we're, we're gonna do the ones and twos later on. Today, yeah, yeah, this that, that's when Angel brings you the number one and number two song in every genre of music. That way, you kind of well well rounded. You know what's going on. You don't have to like all the genres. It's just cool to hear what uh, what is popular. So what I'm gonna try to do is lean on like basically new music. You know, Tuesdays is uh, oh, new good. music comes out. So like that was the vaccine. So that's their new single. So I'll try to lean on uh, newer stuff. Good, good, cool. good, good. Yeah. Hey, I. I did something last night just quickly. I mean, that's not a, I don't think there's a whole lot of story. Well, maybe there's a lot of story to it. But uh, um, uh, a friend of mine who, uh, and it, it made news a couple of years ago, and I don't, I don't want to go into like oh, the, the negative part of it or whatever, but uh, uh, a friend of mine, he's a pastor at a church, and uh, he, let's just say some, some stuff happened and he lost his church. Uh, everybody uh, pretty much that, uh, that followed him kind of turned on him. Uh, he had problems with his, with his wife. A lot, of, a lot of bad things were going on in his life. And um, and uh, he's uh, worked to rebuild it. And, and after two years of him, you know, working hard, him and his wife working hard, uh, and just you know doing, like he's better now than he's ever has been. And he, and he and it was last night was the first night of his new church that he that he uh, you know that two years later he's able to get up and 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 you know, you know minister again and do that again. And uh, and so last night I went to support him because he's a good friend of mine and just a wonderful guy. I mean I don't I don't go to you know, to church all the time. But, uh, but you know, when I, when I used to go, I used to go to see him. And then also uh, I go to Northland. And so I walk in and, and uh, Sam, his name is Sam Hen. Sam Hen asked me to sit in the front row and I sit in the front row and in comes uh, Dr. Joel Hunter. Now, Dr. Joel Hunter, if you don't know, uh, he's the, the pastor over at Northland. Oh yeah. And he's also a president Obama's spiritual advisor. That's like, true. Like every week he sends him, you know, uh, some uh, words of encouragement, words of wisdom or whatever from, I mean, and and, uh, and this guy walks in, and he knows exactly who I am. That's cool. And I'm like, man, that's that's like a guy that advises the president on his spiritual knows Russ and the monsters. Well, that- I told him to go check out uh, Double Brown. I'm a big <laughs> fan too. Right. And I said, if you're gonna be, uh, you know. And there today, you got to go by and say hello to my buddy Russ. He's a good guy. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, I don't know that happened. He's going through some stuff too, so it's good to be there. Thank you. And, and he got up and spoke, and they talked about you know because uh, Dr. Joel Hunter's had uh, you know it's kind of made news. People kind of know he had some really tough things happen with him when his his uh, his granddaughter passed, and then his son uh, had you know he passed, and, mm-hmm. and, and here's this guy who's a you know uh, leader of a massive church, and he was just going through all these horrible things, and people are like, oh my god, how could that happen to him? He, he was. I man. mean, yeah, he yeah. W- he was just devastated. But they kind of talked about how you everybody has bad seasons of their lives, you know, and you've got these bad, and you can't see, you know, the the good the forest for the trees, you can't see the good coming. Right. But uh, you know, it was nice to see my friend Sam get up, and after two years of. A bad season of his life. Good things are happening. And the same thing with with uh, Joel Hunter. You know, he, he's having he had a horrible things happen, and he, he's smiling and happy again. And and uh, came over and you know talked to me. And a lot of people that were there uh, were uh, you know listeners of the show, which That's is cool. uh, which is very cool. But uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, here's a guy that uh, I mean talks to the president every week, and he knows who the hell we are. 
Yeah. But that, 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 that's, that's, uh, that's sad, right? <laughs> no, it's not. It's kind of cool. Is it? Don't you think? Oh, yeah, I guess. I mean, it's kind of cool. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, and, I mean that and, is, and it was inspiring for me to see my friend Sam Hinn, and God bless you, Sam. You, you're a good man, and, he, and he's, you know, he's, he and his wife are stronger than ever, and, and they work, they persevere, work through a lot of hard stuff. I mean, you've had uh, bad yeah, things and yeah. hard things. You've had a bad season in your life. Absolutely, man. Who has uh, it? Everybody's had a bad season in their life. It's kind of what makes you, really. I mean, either after that bad season, how or are two, you? Or two, or three. Or two. <laughs> Or four, <laughs> however many bad seasons you have. But it's kind of what makes you. It's what makes you strong and, and makes you kind of persevere through that, that next, you know, that bad season, if you will, if you have them. You try and avoid them after a while, but you know, they come yeah, upon. And unfortunately, some people get through that bad season and they think, oh, I'm, it's never going to get better. And they they do things that, you know, yeah. they, they shouldn't. But, uh, you know. That's the truth because you can either take it and just go, well, screw it. Things are never going to get any better. It just become a lot worse in whatever that situation is, or you can make it a lot better. Well, we were talking last night about how. Mark Merrow took bad seasons of his life and he turned it into something positive and, and he's doing you know a, a lot better. I mean, Jimmy, you've had you've had bad periods in your life, right? Where it's like, man, this was a. I mean, you know, at the time it looked like nothing was going to get better, and then it uh, it you know, ultimately you know look at you now, happier than ever, doing great. Yeah. I mean, it's good. Yeah, sure. Yeah, 100%. I mean, and and, and those and those bad those bad things uh, end up making you a better person if you handle it right if you listen to the reasons why you got into that i mean because usually that bad season there's blame on you there's blame on Both other sides bad. and if you don't listen to it you're gonna run into another bad season you just gotta kind of learn what you can from it i guess yeah yeah, yeah. but anyway it's cool to see my buddy uh you know kind of yeah, fight man. through it and, and, and work through it and uh, and, and i'm proud of him uh 407-916-1041 you're listening to the match of the morning Not Bob Marley. It kind of goes inside of Lucy with the topic we've been talking about all morning. And this is a new album for him. What is it? Eddie Murphy. Oh, that's right. I love it. Makes you want to smoke a gigantic arm length blunt. I heard this somewhere that Eddie Murphy did it. And actually, it's not considered a joke. No, people Eddie that Murphy, love reggae say this is actually really they're good. They're giving him props on the song. And here's one of the things most people don't realize. Eddie Murphy's done about four or five music albums, and he's serious about it. Right. Uh, though, like, for example, depending on how this single goes, he was interviewed about it. Yeah. Depending on how the single goes, he's got, like, tons of music that he's recorded with a bunch of A-list musicians yeah. in his studio at his house in Hollywood. Yeah. If this goes over well, he'll release an album. If it doesn't, he's like, look, I'm just comfortable having it in my house, and I you know, have guys come over. He's cut records with, like, like think of anybody. He's probably cut a record with him at his the, place. The first I, time I remember is when he came out with the pa- party all the time, all the time yeah. with, uh, with Rick, Rick James and the stuff. And, and, and I remember, okay, that's kind of a goof, right? It, it's, it's Eddie terrible. Murphy doing it. And, uh, but I liked it. I thought it was a good song. It, it's so bad. <laughs> I liked it. Any other uh, Eddie Murphy in there? Like uh, that Red Light song, is that in there? That, uh, that song was good. Yeah. Uh, that sounded great. I mean, I would have never guessed in a million years it was Eddie Murphy. I just got a, a, um, uh, an interview request for Ziggy Marley, oh, cool. and I thought that was new Ziggy Marley or something. Yeah, I did too. Me too. That's good. Hey, uh, talking about uh, musicians, uh, and, and you know, we have said this before, how how bad does a, a mother have to be to have their child taken from them? I mean, usually pretty bad, right? Like, I mean, uh, usually uh, really bad. Uh, but uh, Ludacris just won uh, full physical custody of his one-year-old daughter. Luda. Which, um, man, uh, that must be uh, – uh, uh, that mom must not be – The best. The best at all, yeah. Well, I think it, it, is it different 
I don't know if it's different for people of notoriety. And there's Ludacris. He's all yeah. boy. He dressed up to go He's to a court. Sharp guy. He's man. a sharp dude. I'll, I've always liked Ludacris. Uh, you know, you know. I'm, I've said before, I don't particularly like rap music, but uh, but Ludacris. Everything I've heard from him, I've usually liked. But, yeah, no, Luda's the dude. The thing with that story, I would like to find out is that, like, let's say this: the circumstances are this: the mom doesn't have you know access or have a ton of money. She knows that it's she's the kid's going to be better with the father. But I mean, he you would think they would just say, "Hey, you've got to pay." Yeah, he's in court. Dude. They got child support. They yeah. got, they got a man's in together. a suit. Well, and here's yeah. something they <laughs> they say this in the article. It says uh, the the decision comes after the baby mama, and her name is uh, Tamika Fuller. Uh, bitterly testified that Ludacris didn't want her to have the baby uh, when she was pregnant, and he even tried to negotiate an abortion by throwing $10,000 her way. He should have offered more. But, but I mean, you know, if you're... I mean, it sounds like maybe they, they weren't serious. Dude, he just got married. Yeah. Okay, that's a year ago. So what, we're talking about it basically two years that he knocked her up, essentially, right? Mm-hmm. And he just got married, and he proposed and got married on the same day. The same day? That's yeah, a record. Yeah, he proposed and got married on the same day. So I'm assuming. That's every record I have. <laughs> I got faith in you. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Jimmy. I'm assuming that this chick might have been a uh, fly-by-night kind of thing. Yeah. And, and that's why he threw some money at it. Oh, he does not look happy in court either. He does not look thrilled. So, so Ludacris, okay, so Ludacris, I was going to say, can he take care of a one-year-old on his own? But he just got remarried. He, yeah. So well, his new- With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive set of offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Wife will help take care of. Yeah, exactly. I don't think he was remarried. I think he got married for the first time. I'm not sure, but uh, yeah, he got uh, proposed and married the same day. I saw the article, and then the baby mama of that girl, you know, their baby said, "Oh, he's just doing that to get custody or whatever." Yeah, uh, I've, I've only known one other uh, father that I know of. I'm, I'm sure there are many in the audience or whatever. And if you want to call that, that's fine. I've only known one other father that won custody, physical custody of their child, and that's our, our buddy uh, Panama Duke, you know, uh, Wagstaff. Oh, yeah. right. Uh, you know, and, and you know. Uh, usually, there's got to be a lot of reasons for uh, a child not to be with uh, with mom. So, checking the texting service this morning seven seven zero three one. That's brought to us by our friends over in Lee Road Goldsmith and Jewelry. Valentine's Day is coming up. Check yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, I got a very interesting text. Said, "Hey, it's McGraw's girlfriend. Uh-huh. My cousin used to babysit for Luda's wife. No way. <laughs> that's so, funny. So the cousin used to babysit for the baby that's in question." Wow. Because the child's only one, right? Right. Yeah. Luda's wife, well, I mean, what? you said he just got married, right? He just He re- might have other kids. Yeah, yeah, he definitely, I think he has other kids. Yeah. yeah but, uh, yeah, he But, just, I mean, she said she said wife, and I mean, once again, I don't know if it's her mistake by typing the word wife without knowing if they were married or not, or if that's the child in question. Uh, uh, I don't, the person he got married to, I don't think it's the same person. Oh, no? Yeah, I don't think so, but I'm not 100% sure. Oh, she said that, uh, I think it's the same one, I can hardly see the number, said, uh, 
she said she was never there. She was the nanny. In other words, the mom was never around. Hmm. Basically left the child in the nanny. I bet that happens a lot. Oh, dude, there's so many bad parents out there. Be, having a kid now and being in circles where you're around other parents, yeah. there are just some people that do not deserve to have kids. You know, you got to have a fishing license. You got to have a fishing license, yeah, yeah, yeah. but you can't. I mean, it's crazy. Yeah. You Look, I know that you think that uh, I rag on everything you say. Uh-huh. It's not true. Most of it, though. I was uh, sitting with dinner with my daughter last night, and uh, we were at a restaurant. I'm not going to say the name of it. Let's just say... It draws a really specific crowd. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, <laughs> we're, um... <laughs> don't know what you're doing. They were Actually, they were just playing a bunch of Onyx. Yeah. Uh, so, we're sitting there waiting on our food, and this couple walked in and walked by. And, my God. Yeah. I do, I've never seen a human being that looked like that. It looked like she'd just gotten in a fist fight with her makeup kit, oh. and she was sweaty, yeah. and she had that shirt that was way too short, that was dirty, that her belly was... She was oh. just an absolute Mess. tragedy of yeah. a human being yeah. with a kid oh. just wandering about. Yeah. Just wandering about that she would just walk behind occasionally to make sure that the kid wouldn't go into the kitchen and dump, a, <laughs> let's say, six gallons of burning fry oil on her. Yeah. And I looked at my daughter, and I said... You know, you got to have a license to drive a car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And to go fishing, but you can have all the babies you want. Oh, as man. long as you've got but, a vagina and a welcome victim. But, you know, once once you start regulating. Of course, you know, it's, it's a slippery slope. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. to, to, I mean, if we get into that, we're really screwed, obviously. But, but man, it just doesn't seem right sometimes. Yeah, let's just let them have them and let all the people who want to work take care of them. I think that's a much better idea. Uh, uh, yeah. There was a, I was at Publix. Oh. We were in Publix sharp, par- parking lot the other day. Yeah. And we're, we're. Kind of get into the car, and this this lady walking up, and her kid's like eight years old. And she's like, "Get to the car right now! You 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 mess with me so much! You are so stupid!" The, the, the parents kid, said that. The mom oh. is saying this to the oh, kid yeah, yeah. who's eight years old, and I'm watching it with my daughter, right? And I'm making her pay attention to this. I'm like, "Watch this!" And she's like, "You! I just can't believe you! You're so stupid! I'm gonna put! I'm gonna bust you! I'm gonna bust you in the face right now!" Oh and and here's the thing. If he, it, That's probably how she was raised. Of course. Yeah, yeah, and the dad is sitting there, and he's, like, throwing the stuff. That, you better listen to your mom, man. <laughs> she's going to bust, she's gonna bust you in the face, right? But here's the thing. Let's say she would have come across and, bah, hit that kid. Uh-huh. What do you do? Well, I mean, you, you should call, you know, you, you call uh, 911. Some and you, people, call somebody. You, you shouldn't get involved because then dad pulled out a gun. Next thing you know, you got a problem. Right. Yeah. But, so, it, what's, so What's that new movie? And, and you bring yeah. that up. There's a new TV show, I think, or a movie or something. And I keep seeing the commercial for it. It's like The the Slap or something like that. And it's some so sh- new TV show. It's getting um, it's getting ready to come out. I think it's ABC Family it, or one of the it's, family it, networks. It's, it's NBC. NBC Family. And then, like, I guess the guys are staying. The premise is this. Whoever the father dude is. Seems like he's a stand-up guy, and he flips out he, and he slaps a kid at a party one day. Yeah, he some loses kid, it and yeah. slaps. And then the and then the, I guess the TV show starts from what, the fallout from that. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Huh. Uh, and it's got a bunch of TV characters, uh, like standard TV guys. That a comedy? No, no, no. It, so it goes. It goes to show how one action can create a and whole. And like everybody you've seen, everybody that's on the show, you've seen them on other TV shows. Oh wow, what an interesting concept. Yeah, but it's the premise is, is that something happens that is a barbecue or whatever. The guy apparently is a like soft. 
softball coach or a little league coach, whatever. Everybody loves him. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and he's, then he's he just foot- backhands his kid because he's being mouthy. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> well, you shouldn't make you laugh. Well, I shouldn't, but I, you know, I laugh because I was backhanded for being mouthy when I was a kid. But my, and, it's, and it doesn't, you know, it's part of life. Uh, you, but, got, you got backhanded? Uh, I got, well, I got, I got, let's see, whipped. Dude, did, did yeah. you come ever, on. Did you ever get your mouth washed out with soap? Oh, yeah, my Me mom too. did that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I never got that. My, matter of fact, my, my mom and my buddy Scott Hoxter came over and he cursed and she washed his mouth out with soap <laughs> and they called his mom and said, I want you to know what I did. <laughs> that's I, back in the day when you could do that. That's back in the day when you could do that. I washed your son's did mouth you guys, out with soap because he used the S word. Yeah. yeah. Did you guys ever, or have you guys gone through this? Like right now, my parents are going through this ridiculous guilt trip. They're remembering. Like all the things, you know, the punishments they doled out to us as kids. <laughs> so like, every, like you know, my dad just got here uh, this past weekend. The first couple of days, it's my dad apologizing to me oh, about really? like, man, we were, you know, we were so tough on you. And then I, I tell my dad, like, I let him off the hook. I was like, Dad, I remember I was a little bit of a jerk. Uh, right. You know, yeah, I, yeah. like there's some of those beatings. You I, need. I totally remember what mm-hmm. I did to, to get them. Like I, I'm not that hung up on it, but yeah. like both my parents are going through this thing right now, and it's weird. That's I'm still holding a grudge. <laughs> <laughs> I tell them every time I see him, Merry Christmas. You shouldn't hit me, dude. <laughs> We'd be cool, but you shouldn't hit me. Oh, uh, no, I don't say that. Yeah, I deserved every bit of it. I actually told my mom one time, oh, this was stupid. This is Russ. I had this, this stupid list of stuff I've done in my life. Um, I'll give you a second to roll that out. Uh, I looked at my mom coming home, and I'd been particularly irritable to my grandmother, whom I love more than any human right. being that ever lived. You know, And, uh, and uh, she said, we're driving home. It's me and my mom and my little sister, and we lived out in the middle of nowhere, so our drive was you know, 20 minutes to get to the house, and and uh, she said, uh, Nanny said you were really tough on, you know, you were you were being, you know, uh, ornery mm-hmm. you know, today. And I said, well, I mean, I forget what I said. I'm not being in a bad mood or she was uh, getting on me for something. I didn't, you know, I, she goes, um, what am I going to do with you? Mm-hmm. And I look at my mom and go, you know, mom, the problem is you don't spank me enough. Oh, <laughs> she took care of that. Yeah. <laughs> Got in the house and for no reason, snatched me up, wooden spoon, wore uh-huh. my ass out yeah really out yeah i was like six never, seven never, so you can still manhandle me when i was like, like that age never said that again did you, you ever, no you ever spank your kids uh yeah when they were younger a couple times yeah, yeah. Uh, I, and, and one, I did, one time it, it, i didn't it, get that thing that russ feels like it oh i feel so bad me. about it well, i did not feel that way here's not the thing. at all mine was it was a it was a dumb reason it was it was stupid and it didn't do anything i mean I, like i thought okay to be a good parent you're supposed to you know whip a child if they're bad so right. we're in the shells and she's crying in shells just for because she wanted to, I don't know, a crayon or something like that. So I'm like, you better stop crying or I'm going to whip you, which is stupid. So I, so she doesn't stop crying. So yeah, if I, I have go, to go outside, that means less peanuts. I so I go outside and whip her. I'm like, why am I whipping? She's going to cry more. This is, right. And she's looking at me like, Daddy, why'd you do that? You know. And, and my heart uh, dropped. Uh, yeah. and, and I'm like, oh, my. And she's the sweetest kid ever. I just felt like it was what you were supposed to do. It really, And I never whipped either one of them ever again. Now, I can look at Ryan and scare the absolute bejesus out of him. <laughs> right. Yeah, look at the, 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 we see that with that data issue. The threat. <laughs> you really set the fear well, of God in him, Russ. He's I, out there using him, just burning your money, my I God. I haven't lighting, talked about that yet. Yeah, lighting $40 cigars with hundreds down there, that kid is. No, but You've done like, nothing. Yeah, but for the most part, he is a yeah, great, great kid. That's, if that's the one thing, you know. I mean, I mean, he's, he's crazy, man. He's going over his data plan. I know. A yeah. college kid going over his data plan. That, get him back here. Right. That's the new best reason to be in jail. Right, what yeah. you in for, man? You know, first degree, dude. It got me on that rap. What right. you in for? 
One gig over my data? Yeah. Well, like, but I, I, said, I said, man, because I don't really understand technical stuff, so I talked to the lady yesterday. I'm like, okay. She's like, he's at eight uh, gigs. And I'm like, okay, so what do I use? And you go, well, you, Mr. Rollins, you use two. And I'm like, he's at eight? <laughs> and I text, and I, and I Facebook, and I all, what the hell is he doing? Video. Streaming video streaming, music. Streaming that, music and streaming video, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And he should be doing it because he, he's in college, and they've got Wi-Fi. Um, Wi-Fi. Wi-Fi. Uh, checking it, here, Mr. Rollins, and it seems like his favorite band is XXX. <laughs> 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 something about some uh, porn hub? Oh, yeah, something. Like, what's that? GooTube? No, he's, he's really into YouTube. Is, nope, that's you porn. Is there a, is there a band called GooTube, <laughs> Mr. Rollins? Because he seems to be on GooTube a lot. He's very into uh, big black females. I'm going to straighten that out, that's for sure. Uh, all right, hey, when we come Hot back. Mamas and Pink Panties? Is that a new band? I, I, the music is so beyond me these days. Round and brown. Round and brown. <laughs> round and brown. Ground and brown, is that it? <laughs> ground and pound. Who is ground and bound? It's a whole genre in porn now. <laughs> Tommy and the Shemales. What is that? What's that? Whoa. All right. Get away. Oh, Hey, before you go to break, don't don't go to break. What? No, no, hold on. I'm telling Angel not to go to break. Uh-oh. Oh, you're looking to see if there is such a thing? If this is a I, movie. I made it up. Nope. I'm telling you. I'm telling you I made it up. Tom, if this, what was Tommy, it? Tommy and the She-Males? And the she- I'm trying to think of something that's not like a Is male. it a movie? Before, we, before I hit enter, yes or no? Yes. No. No. I made it up. Angel, he's, he's defending it pretty I hard. I that was pretty specific. Tommy and the she yeah. is... Oh, you got real lucky. Uh, <laughs> you were sweating. I, I, I was thinking about... I was trying to think of something that sounded like a band. I, I thought of my cousin Tommy. I don't know why. Oh, you got real what if it would have been? What if it pops up? It's like the hardest gay porn <laughs> ever in history. Oh. If you know about this film, you are gay. <laughs> no, what would happen? It'd be funnier if... if Jimmy's it, computer would have blown yeah. up by just pulling it up. It'd have been funnier but like... You know, Russ, you've got to log in first. <laughs> you can just Google search this and get on board. My, like, my face would have popped yeah, up, popped smiling. Like, hey. This movie's awesome. <laughs> All right, when we Russ come back. Russ gives you two splats up. You went too, t- way too far. We'd taken the car out of the ditch, right. and then Jimmy's fifth wheel came across out of nowhere. <laughs> my God, man. Uh, you're listening to the Mods of the Morning. Hey, thank you guys once again for making the Monsters of the Morning the number one uh, morning show in Orlando. We appreciate that. And uh, we'd love to see you on February the 19th. Come on out to Cheyenne Saloon where we're going to be looking for the next Monster Comic. It's the Monster Comic Search uh, comics. And these are like, you know, professional, I mean, incredible comics. We'll be uh, battling out to see who uh, is the Monster Comedian of the Year. They'll be able to come on the show once a week, plug their event, whatever they got going on. And uh, and they'll win a thousand dollars cash and the monster belt. Yeah, you get the monster. I'm gonna belt. bring it, I'm gonna bring that in here. See, yeah, it, it's a cool thing. It's Cheyenne Saloon. Uh, February 19th is the first showing. I know that's some time from now, but make plans to come out. We have the you know monster fans. You'll have the entire Cheyenne Saloon to yourself. So if you're looking for you know a place to to go, looking for you know a, a great night out, this will be raw comedy, right. guys. This is not gonna be PG. Mm-mm. It's not gonna be G. It's going to be, I mean, I want our, two splats up, <laughs> as Dirty Jim said. <laughs> I want our monster listeners to have a night to go have fun, have a drink, 
get some laughs at a badass place like Cheyenne Saloon, and that's definitely going to happen on February 19th. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it's going to be so. great. Looking forward to it. Uh, all right, let's find out what prize we have in the old prize pinata today. Mm-hmm. All right, prize pinata is brought to you by Cento Family Moving and Storage, a family owned and operated company offering both residential and commercial moving services for businesses all over the country. Fully trained expert moving crew, adept in packing, furniture handling, safe driving, excellent customer service. Text the word move. No. Save that to your phone. What does, when you text that in, what it does, it sends you a bounce back message and you get all the contact inf- information for Cento and his crew. We got, what, a couple days left in January where you can take advantage of the specials that he's got going on for the beginning of the year, which uh, in some cases it'll be, uh, you know, if you want to choose free boxes and stuff like that or different rates. Again, it's text the word MOVE to 77031. When you need a mover, that's the one you want to use. All right, so up first we have, um, and we're speaking to him later on today, Paul Reiser, a paratexancy Paul Reiser Friday, January 30th, that's tomorrow, at the Plaza Live Orlando. For tickets, go to plazaliveorlando.com. I always liked him. I liked his stand-up. And I loved him in Aliens. He was such a great bad guy. My two dads. My two dads? You yeah. can count on me. And Beverly Hills Cop 2 Ooh. or 3? 2? No, was 1. Was he 1? He's in, he's in 1 and yeah, 2. Yeah, the, the guy with the Ferrari This guy? is not my office. Yeah. That was, that, that, was his, uh, that was his catch line. That's right. Yeah. Was that Good job? Was, I thought it was 2. I think it's two. I was thinking Lethal Weapon for a second, but no, that's Joe Pesci. He jumped yeah. in. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. But anyway, Paul Reiser. Actually, it's Jimmy, today. you're right. You're right. It is. He comes into. You're right. When are you going to learn? He comes into. Hey, dude, I told you. All right. You know, it's two spots up. Two, two spots up. Move forward. <laughs> Three spots up is in, that's, that's is a, it's off the chart. I mean, that's like you're not getting up out of your bed. When that happens, it automatically calls nine one one in your house. <laughs> Nobody Get can this handle man that. some help. <laughs> Uh, we need the T-shirt, two splats up. That's a problem. A pair of tickets to Lucas Oil 200. That's Saturday, February the 14th at the Daytona International Speedway. For tickets and information, please call 1-800-PIT-SHOP or visit Daytona500.com. Okay. We have, it's Monday Night Raw. Monday Night Raw, February Man. the 16th at the Amway Center. See your favorite WWE stars, including John Cena, Seth Rollins, the Divas are going to be in the house. So for tickets, go to realradio.fm, keyword ticket. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun, Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, Mel. Bri here. Gotta work from home today because the whole family caught a nasty. Daddy. Hey, Mikey. If you're gonna puke, find the popcorn bowl. But my availability is 110%. Coincidentally, so is my fever. <laughs> Kidding. Mel, I'm so cold but hot. Uh, but I'm going to get you that budget. Just as soon as... Right. Mikey! Popcorn bowl! Press 1 to use Instacart and get your family's sick day essentials delivered in as fast as 30 minutes. Press 2 to keep working. Do not press 2. Just use Instacart. Brian. Hey, we were talking a little bit. I, I had the story pulled yesterday and then you left and I wanted to tell you the story. But uh, there was a story yesterday and it was in, uh, I think, in New York Times. Something... It was, it was a reputable magazine, and they were talking about how the WWE 
made it to one million subscribers on that uh, that channel they've got on the internet, that internet channel. One million subscribers at like uh, nine bucks a pop, and you would think that would make it so the you know WWE was doing well. And they said, you know, to kind of show you, you know, this is a brand new world with this whole, uh, you know, uh, media on the on the internet kind of a thing. Uh, that for whatever reason, it made it so they didn't have as much negotiating skills with the or power leverage with, or leverage with the you know television and with the networks and stuff. So that so that they they uh, they got less money for that. And then also the perception was, oh, it's all on the internet everywhere, uh, and they're not on TV as much, so it's not as good. So their their stock hold, all the stock went down, and though. The, you would think that you know the nine million dollars from from the internet. It, the perception was it was a lesser product. It, it was really interesting yeah. story. Yeah, uh, but uh, that the story of that pay per view, the last one, yeah, eating well, yeah. it is still got juice online, and that is bad news. Yeah, I saw yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. When you mentioned that, I, I started seeing that a lot of people were talking about how yeah. bad they hated Royal Rumble. Yeah, people are still retweeting yeah, bad Chris tweets Jericho about was it. Talking about that. Yeah, and it was just it's bad news. Yeah. I'm telling you, I'll, I'll stick with it. Like I said the other day, uh, these guys are going to have to do a major rebuild within the next three to five years, or that form of entertainment, that type thing is going to go away. It, they, it, they're what, not doing anything to nurture it. They're, they're continually taking. Yeah. Wait, so basically what? They're just using the older guys, and there's no fresh like no, kind of personalities? No storylines. Some of those fresh personalities aren't paying off. They're not, you know. Uh, right. Yeah, yeah. They don't have the presence that the, the yeah. other guys are. And then wrapping up, and I've just learned about these guys in the break, and I'm fascinated. It's Richard Cheese and Lounge Against the Machine. This guy's great, man. And a pair of tickets to see yeah. Richard Cheese and Lounge Against the Machine wait, wait, Friday, it, February it, the 6th at the House of Blues. For tickets, go to realradio.fm. It's a band, and Richard they sound Cheese. like this. Okay. We should have them in here. Yeah, it's lounge. Richard Cheese? Yeah, he just covers. Transmission, third world war, third round. This is Gorilla Radio by Rage Against the Machine. Okay, so is he going? Is, is he going to fill the House of Blues? Yes, dude. Yeah, they'll do well. Why would you? Really? Absolutely. Yeah, the mummies. When the mummies come in town, man, they sell out. The, they sold out the plaza, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's like a uh, thousand people. Huh. You got to see this guy. He's got an awesome, like, tiger skin, like, yeah, um, uh, suit, like, a tuxedo jacket on ha- everything. Haven't they done movies? Aren't they? One, isn't that one of those bands that they always kind of, in, in some of those Vince Vaughn movies, it's that band or another band yeah, like I, that. We're always in the background. There's that band that's doing that cheesy, like, lounge music with the over-the-top mm-hmm. singer. That's, uh, those are Adam Sandler movies, and it's, so it's a, a band, a takeoff like that. This yeah. is not that same band, but, uh, like, in the break, I li- listened to, like, three of their songs, and it's fast. They do Chop Suey. They do Killing in the Name of. Uh, they do Smoke Two Joints, and it's all done in that lounge. Smoke kinda. Two Joints in the Morning. Yeah. Smoke Two Joints yeah, killing so in the name. Yeah, of. killing in the name. Of. So I'm totally uh, curious about these guys. Again, it's a pair of tickets to see them on uh, February the 6th at the House of Blues. If you want more information, go to realradio.fm, keyword tickets, and those are the prizes and the prize pinata. Thank you so much. 407-916-1041 or toll free. It's one 978 1041 All right. I got to, uh, let's see. Let's go to, I think Hoyt's been holding forever. How you doing, Hoyt? Hoyt. Good morning, monsters. How you doing? Man, I'm doing good, buddy. Listen, uh, uh, what prize do you want to take with you if you uh, if you win? 
I'm gonna take the WWE if I win. All right, yeah, you'll have a good time, man. It's it's always a lot of fun to go to the uh, in the arena and watch that. Hey, Russ, real quick before we get started, I only know of one other human being named Hoyt, and he happens to be a professional poker player. Where are you from? I'm gonna bet I know where the state you're from. Let me write it down real quick. There's a there's before a wrestler. You... There's a wrestler, not professional wrestler, but a, a collegiate wrestler the, named Hoyt Gracie. The, the only that's Hoyt, isn't it? That's Hoyt Gracie. No, no, that's He's the MMA, MMA guy. fighter. Yeah, that's Hoyt Gracie's an, a, a legendary Brazilian jiu-jitsu fighter. Oh. Uh, are you then maybe I'm wrong. Okay, I only know two other people, and both of them are from this state. Sir, what state are you from? Born right here in Florida, right outside Orlando. Uh, I had a, I had you from Texas, buddy. Go ahead. My apologies, Russ. I didn't mean to interrupt you. That's all right. And Louisiana. I think on True Blood they had a Hoyt character. Oh, yeah, right. Hey, were you yeah. were you named after somebody, Hoyt? After my father and grandfather. Oh, that's oh, nice. cool. That's a damn cool name. A family of Hoyts. There needs to be a famous person named Hoyt. Yeah. The Hoyt Gang. Yeah. Hey, that's awesome. All right. Anyway, all right. So. It's a Southern rock man waiting to happen. <laughs> all right. Here we go. Uh, uh, name the uh, 80-year-old actress that uh, has been quoted and is talking about in the, in the news, and this came out overnight, uh, that she says her sex life is better than ever. This is a, a household name. Everybody knows this woman. But uh, she's saying that 80, her sex life is better than ever, and she um, has uh, casual sex. I like that. Yeah. I did this for uh, Angel, by the way. Uh, I like that, yeah. No, you don't have to do this for me. Yeah, Angel's in the gilfs if you don't know, by the way. Uh, No, he's not. Yeah, you are. Absolutely not. Do not deny that. Hoyt, take a guess, and then uh, if you get it wrong, you can pick one of the monsters to help you out. You got Angel, you got uh, Dirty Jim, and you got Carlos. Very smart. Very, very smart. Don't say I know I'm wrong, but I'll say Raquel Welch. Raquel Welch. You know, I think she might be older than 80. I don't know, but uh, that's not a bad guess. That's a good guess. Uh, Who do you want to help you out? You got Dirty Jim, you got Carlos, and you got Angel. Let's go with Angel. Uh, Angel. All right. Now, I'll give you some of the quotes that this woman me. says. Uh, she uh, she says her sex life is better than ever at 80. And she says uh, that she's actually, uh, there's a guy in Florida that uh, she has uh, casual sex with. Knocking it out. She's knocking it out. Yeah, she she's not, not, with a booty call. Not every it. date needs to lead to marriage. I actually have a friend with benefits. He lives in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, and he's a chiropractor. I really enjoy his company, but... Uh, uh, we just see each other and have sex. 80 years old. 80 years old. And she says her sex life gets better and better and better. Can I ask one question? At any point in this person's life, was there controversy around her? I, would, I know who you're thinking. A l- I, got, a, I only got one person. A small bit, but okay. she is beloved, be beloved by America. Betty White. Betty White is incorrect. I'm sorry. I, I thought you'd that's guess all that. I had. Yeah, that's that is 90. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't even know. Don't they take it away from you at 90? I have no idea. <laughs> Actually, I'll, seal it up. Doesn't what? the government come to your house and go, "Ma'am, I'm sorry. Uh, it's your 90th birthday. We're gonna need your vagina." <laughs> hey, Mark from Castleberry, you're on with the monsters. How you doing, buddy? Good morning, monsters. All right, <laughs> take a guess, man. Uh, name the 80 year old actress that is uh, quoting that she says her sex life's better than ever. She has uh, she has casual sex sometimes. Here's a story about a man named Brady. I'd say Florence Henderson. It is Florence Henderson. Oh, Congratulations, wow. sir. Good job. Take whatever awesome prize you want. Awesome job, buddy. You got, did you see the story or did you just take a guess? No, I've seen the story. Yeah, it was out That's overnight. Nice. Let me put you on hold. See, Congratulations, buddy. Thanks for uh So, Carlos, who was I guessing? You were going to Jane Fonda. Jane Fonda. Yeah. Oh. Or another horny old broad, Shirley MacLaine. Yeah. Okay, yeah, And you yeah. have to think of people who are kind of liberally minded, right. but who who live kind of like freely like but that. But Mrs. Brady, I don't, you didn't think of her that way, you know? Like, uh, you no, know, actually, dude, she I was do banging that dude from the cast. Yeah, right? I do think of her that way because of all the rumor, or actually the the truth that she dated Greg Brady. Yeah, well, yeah, well, they went on one day. They didn't do anything. He, he came in and told us the story. 
I remember that. You think he's going to sit here? Yeah, say I think he, he would say. It? Sure. They, they were spreading all kinds of rumors and lies back then. Uh, she says she likes to get freaky, and she likes to do it no strings attached. And her sex life is better than ever at 80 years old. Do you believe that? Or do you think she's just saying it for a soundbite? Um, I mean, I don't know if she has to do I'm that, I'm naive enough to believe it, but, I mean, I guess she could be saying it. I mean, is the question, do I believe that her sex life really is better than ever now? Yeah. I've heard that as you get older, it is better. You like there's, you just learn more. You appreciate it more. You go slower. You, you do all those I things. I don't know if that can happen. Uh, really, that's what you've heard, <laughs> and uh. that's kicking it up. Like, guess what? When you get older, slow ass sex. <laughs> slow it down. That's good, right? Yeah, uh, it, it's good. Last longer. <laughs> Right. Don't look at me. You're freaking me out. Looking at me, asking if it lasts longer. It lasts longer. Uh, he, he, he's thirty, and we're we're pushing. Uh, so so I, I know. I'm with you, bro. I know what you're talking about. Well, hey, no, that's good. I, it it kind of. It's weird because I'm going through a thing with my family where somebody in our family who's older, yeah, in that age range, uh-huh. started dating somebody already wants to get married. Like within a month, within a, within a couple months. Well, you know, you, you get this feeling like, oh my god, the end of my life is happening. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, I. I'm... Do we know that? Nah, no, no. Uh, yeah. She says uh, there is no age limit on the enjoyment of sex. It keeps getting better. You learn to do things with more experience, intelligence, and the ability to choose more wisely. It makes sense, man. As you get older, for her. Think, when you're in your teen, you know, eighteen, seventeen, nineteen, having sex, you're just like. Hey, let's just let's. Oh my God, we're doing it now. Let, you know? let, let's play the let's play the game here. The angel uh, horny giant game. Uh-oh. Uh oh, angel uh, Florence Henderson. Absolutely not. No, could, she couldn't get it. Not for me. Did you pull up a picture? I'm looking at it right now. Oh let really? Me see it, let me see. It. Is it? That, it must be bad because he. Uh, not bad. It's just not, not yeah. my thing. She's tiny. Oh, she's, she's too small good. for the horny giant. That shocks me. I thought he'd be yeah, all she's that. five foot. No, I, no, I'm not into. You'd her, be afraid of breaking her hip. Uh, breaking her period, and then uh, like there's guys that are got this weird obsession with. Be- That's why I said Betty White because there's guys I've got friends in my circle that like they would give them the opportunity, oh they would do that, and I'm like I I judge them on that. I was oh, like, you gotta so kill you, you gotta kill that music. I think I'm on It's a Small World for Christ's sake. <laughs> so you oh could, my God, it's giving me a headache. You could not hit that. Then. Nah. Hmm. Well, what about Raquel Welch? Now, nah, see, I pulled up Raquel's picture, uh, and she looks amazing. Okay, all right, he did. And that. I think uh, Raquel's a little bit. Sturdier built. I love to play the uh, can you hit a game with him because it's, it's hard. To, it's sometimes it's hard to talk. Okay, Jane Fonda. Dirty Jim brought up uh, Jane Fonda. Oh, are you kidding me? W- Angel, would you hit that? No. 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 Are you serious? No. Man, there's no rhyme or reason to your. Uh... Dude, look at her. Pull up look, the picture. You pull up Jane Fonda. She was just at the uh, Golden Globes. She, she looked pretty great, good, man. I mean, for, you know. For however old she is. I was going to get right. Sophia. Uh, Jane Bert, is 77. Uh, Loren. What was Sophia that? Loren. Yeah. All right, let's run these names of uh, actresses over 80, I think, that are still alive that Angel may or may not hit. Okay, yeah, would they get it from Angel? Angela Lansbury. Oh, absolutely not. Betty White, we've already gone over. Carol Burnett. Is she uh, still alive? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, she's still alive, but I mean, even when she was young, she wasn't really. Debbie Reynolds? I don't remember what she looks Maureen like. Maureen O'Hara? Wasn't she in Gone with the Wind? Yes. <laughs> Sophia Loren. Yeah, There's who, one yeah, for you. That's who I was going to guess. Yeah, uh, that's a notch on the belt right there. Oh, so you get so she get it? Yeah, just because it's uh, Sophia Loren. Right. Shirley MacLaine. Nope. Cloris Leachman. Oh. I have no idea who that is. My God. Oh, here's Phyllis one. from. Uh... Oh my God! This woman is this old. Who? Who? Holy <laughs> Jesus! <laughs> Amen, dude. This is, these are these moments in your life when you're like you know looking at fifty, where you're like, my God, dude, it, I am. <laughs> Time. Somebody throw out the blanking anchor. What? Who? Ellen Bernstein is 82 now, years old. I don't know who Ellen Bernstein is. Who is that? 
she's that always was that kind of uh, skankyish, almost like an Angie Dickinson type blonde that was always in these movies as playing the. Oh man, playing the what? Just playing like the the woman who had played that role, just kind oh. of the other girl type thing. I don't remember her. June Lockhart. Oh, that's uh, from Lost in Space, and from uh, she did the Lassie, and she got to be real. Old. She got to be old. Yeah, yeah. Jane Powell. Mm. Remember her? These are all you know. Of course, uh, Gina Lilla Brigida, but mm. she was a, a total sex. Okay, here we go. Okay, before you answer, I'm gonna I'm gonna say the name, and we all guess whether Angel's gonna say she can get it or not. Charo. Do you think he's gonna oh. say uh, Charo can get it or not get it? What do you think? I'm gonna say get it, so he can brag to his dad. You say get it. What do you think, uh, Dirty Jim? No, I say he's gonna say she could get it. Angel, he's looking. He's looking. No, no. Oh! I'll be damned. She lives in Palm horny. Coast. So I could have hooked that up, but you, we're gonna call you kind of horny giant. Now. Yeah. Well, I mean, I well, no. Were... I'm just not gonna random willy nilly just throw that around on people. That's, it's. I mean, because it's. I mean, don't hurt people. I mean, no, it is. It's a gift to them Dude. also. You know, <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, it's a Latin lover. That's yeah, right. It's a gift to them. Don't throw, you know, throw I know what you're saying. All, all over, that's all right. right. You can't just let everybody yeah, taste. Exactly. No one, not everyone gets to ride this ride. You uh, get only a select few. A night of lovemaking with Angel yeah. takes preparation, that's time, right. Space care. Mountain takes an E-ticket. Exactly. Exactly. You're just holding an A-ticket. You ain't getting it. It takes an hour just like the candles. Yeah, that's just right. Climb up his leg and pat him on his belly. My God, man. Sophia Loren in the day was absolutely stunning yeah i mean my god man yeah, yeah it's like you went to some island and found her in some tribe where they're you know she's just like the just a queen hey man. earlier this week i think monday we were talking about the 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 winners and the losers or whatever of miss universe and you guys said something about miss jamaica yeah. and you're and, and i didn't really see the, you know i wasn't looking at the picture you guys were just telling me how wonderful she but i saw i told you she looked a, fake right oh my goodness she, she was, like, is does she not amazing. look like an avatar yeah. i think she got ripped off too like but she, she was, was beautiful. I, accurate? I mean, it, her oh, face yeah. is so symmetrically perfect. Yeah, 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 she yeah. looks fake. Yeah, she really did. She really did. She, and she was like oddly beautiful. Yeah, uh, it, it was. Uh, it was something. There was nothing odd about that beauty. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was. Uh, she was really light skinned though. I found that a little odd because yeah. I've been to Jamaica a couple times. I never saw a light skinned black person in Jamaica. I like, never Jamaica. saw anyone that looked like her in Jamaica. That's See, what, what sure. happened was is that the white slave owners would have sex with the uh, native or the uh, slaves that were brought into Jamaica, and that's how you got the light skinned Jamaicans. Huh. Never saw one. Been over there twice. Uh, Never saw, all the Jamaicans that we dealt with over there, awesome people, super nice people. Yeah. I had a um, huge but, crush on us. But, I mean, you know, they're black. Yeah, I mean, but we did make a beeline directly from the airport. Right, right over to there. the resort. No, there was that one time when we went to the falls. Oh, yeah. And we, we went through those neighborhoods. And, and we went by the prison, and someone had broken out of the prison. Yeah. And they didn't even know. Yeah. <laughs> right, because so just they the just record. broke out and stood on the curb. Yeah. <laughs> What's that, Angel? Nothing. Who's going to get it? <laughs> no, no, I was Guys just walking that... around with machetes, by the way, in the street in Jamaica. Right. So if you go there, prepare yourself accordingly. By the way, there are animals tied to uh, street poles and uh, telephone poles and miscellaneous trees yeah. that you've never seen before. <laughs> I, am I lying? That's true. We, yeah. we drove by what we were virtually certain was half of a goat and the back half was a dog. That was a chupacabra. Yeah, it was a chupacabra. Tied to a yeah. tree, chilling. Yeah. Also, another thing, prepare yourself in Jamaica for. a mango. When you walk out of the airport, iguanas... Every like squirrels yeah, yeah. in America, yeah, yeah. just chilling on walls, hanging out in trees uh, everywhere. All right, you're listening to the Monsters of the Morning. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? 
they're also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. All right, you're listening to the Monsters Mornings on Real Radio 104.1. Our website is monsters.fm. Check it out. Blog oh, and Molly's been putting up stuff as we speak, I'm sure. Um, this is hey, off yeah. of uh, Angel's Guilf Mix. Oh, I well, love yeah. this song. This is, is this new? Yeah, it's a uh, new prodigy. New prodigy. Oh, nasty, nasty. Nasty, nasty. <laughs> if I was ever on nasty. meth, I would just listen to every prodigy album and go nuts. I played Prodigy for my guys, my uh, my daughter's volleyball team. They loved it. God, when I think then Prodigy, I, I think of that old. It was uh, the, an old way to get Prodigy. Was I think when I had my uh, Tandy computer, Prodigy is what internet, internet server. Yeah, it was the <laughs> internet server. I had yeah. Prodigy. Absolutely, it's hundred percent. Oh my god, that was before AOL. Yeah, oh, right at the same time. And I thought I was. Uh, I thought I was in uh, the future. <laughs> I got Prodigy in about ten minutes. This public is going to be online. <laughs> right, I'll be able to see this photo oh in god. about ten minutes. <laughs> Give me some Netscape. Who oh remembers my. the days <laughs> of waiting for a page to load uh, with the earliest AOL internet connection? It was oh, yeah. so exciting. God almighty. I was like, this is stupid. Do you yeah. remember your first internet boob? Yes. I do. I downloaded it. Somebody sent me a... I only remember one boob, and it's a boob that I had hidden for years <laughs> in, in my comic books. It was just one, a picture of one side boob. And I remember that boob for it's one boob that it, my dad gave me this big thing of comic books for my cousin, and my cousin had it hidden in within the, the comic oh, books, yeah. and I was flipping through the comic books, and there was one boob. How did you react to yourself? <gasps> oh, my. And, and I put it under my bed, and it was under my bed forever. You know, and I would pull it out and just look at that one boob. I can imagine. And I'd slip it back in. Before I go to bed tonight, I think it's time to <laughs> look, look at, at the boob. The boob. One You all right, boob. Jim? You all right? One. It was a side. It was a side. Uh, side boob. Side, it was a side boob, and it was uh, the, the back was uh, blue. It was a blue backing, and it was just one boob, and it was stuck within, I believe it was oh, yeah, a Spider-Man comic book, yeah. Was that in the same book that you had that Polaroid of that uh, Gabriel's Italian sandwich? You <laughs> that kept it in your bed? I actually put pictures of subs on my wall because I had a cork wall and I, all my favorite things I'd put on my wall, kiss and uh, whatever. And I had uh, these, they were, they were, I thought it was the perfect sub and I had the perfect sub when I was a kid on the wall. That's a true story. It's in your blood, man. You've always been MC Sandwich. You know, you didn't you didn't become MC I Sandwich. Love You've subs. always been him. I love the way. What do you, what, what, Jimmy? What, you, you okay? You look sick. What are you doing? Yeah. Why yeah. Why is your hands covering your face and you look like you're going to vomit? I don't understand. You used to put pictures of chicken wings on the wall. Yeah. Come on now. You act like that's uh, weird. A picture of a sub, a little. It was a beautiful sub. Oh, I'm sure. I, I mean, you were what, twelve, thirteen? Five hours a day for twenty years. I've never heard that one. <laughs> I haven't. I've never heard that story of you having a picture of a sandwich on your wall. Like I would have a picture of, let's say, Cheryl Teagues or or Kathy Ireland. Or I told you I had a Lamborghini. I had a side boob that I hid under my bed. Yeah, you put that under the bed. That's well, because I didn't want mommy to see it, and my mommy saw it. You should, should take it from God, me. God, don't say mommy. That's so creepy. Take it from me. I just got weird. When I see uh, grown-ass men and women call their parents mommy and daddy, oh, I, I, my mommy. I swear it makes me curdle. I it can't is weird. stand that. Boy! God. Age, what age do you stop calling people mommy and daddy? I'm going to stop at 55. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. That's it. No 11. More, no more. Yeah. 11. Oh, really? So your daughters right now, they said daddy. No, they call me Pop Pop. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> 
You're ready for Dude, grandfather. Don't let me hear your kids doing that in front of me. So you're going to criticize me saying mommy, but they call you Pop Pop. Pop Pop's way cooler than calling you daddy. Pop Pop is like older than Peepaw. Actually, they shorten it. They just call me P. Oh, that's wonderful. That's even worse. Um, oh my, my nickname my house is P. What's up, P? <laughs> P, you making dinner? Um, yeah, that's like an inmate nickname. No, like, man, for the we're cool. Everything's fine. Um, <laughs> yeah, like 11, 12, dude. My kids don't call me daddy. My kids haven't called me daddy in for years. Yeah. It's dad or it's mom. Yeah. That's it. You call if you're if you're over twenty uh-huh. and you call your mom and dad, mommy and daddy, you have I think you'd you probably need therapy okay in that same vein somewhat when do you stop kissing your kids on the lips oh, oh my man, god yesterday yeah you know no but you know what dude, just some, my boy though um <laughs> there are some kids and friends that still kiss their parents that, on the lips and that's it cultural me out. that's cultural in america it should stop when you're Six or seven. But in Latin America, you can do it all you yeah, want. Hell no. That is never... Dude, did you ever kiss anybody on the lips growing up? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, even older? <laughs> no, I mean, actually, excuse oh. me. Excuse me. Not a, not one of your ladies, obviously. Pony Giant, you got to be careful. Uh, you're He's right. always ready. Let me be specific. He's your, always ready. I'll be t- I'll your be parents. God, God honest truth. Uh, like, uh, my dad picked him up at the airport. Yeah. Uh, picked him up. Uh, gave him a hug. Kissed him on the cheek. Okay. Oh, yeah, the yeah. cheek is fine. It's fine. Yeah, that's fine. That's talk fine. about... All right, about well, and even that's cultural, though. You won't find many Americans that'll kiss their dad on the cheek. Yeah. Oh, I, I kiss my dad on the cheek, too. You're not American. <laughs> I kiss my waitress on the cheek every once in a while. When Apparently, talk- yeah, you drop her 20 on, too. When I'm talking about, I saw a kid the other day. He had to have been 17, 18 years old, mm. and his dad was there. They were talking, and he's like, all right, cool. I'll see you later. And boom, they kiss on the lips. And I was like, whoa. Oh, hey, what kind of party is this? Yeah, and you could, it was his son, obviously, but I didn't grow was up. Was it obvious? I, I, was it, it role-playing? Who knows? But I was, you know, obviously my daughter's four, and, you know, we kiss on the lips, but it's, it's. I'm wondering, okay, but at a certain age, yeah. you got to stop doing that. Uh, you know? Somebody just texted and said, Jimmy, I agree with you. My husband and his sister call their dad daddy, and it makes me cringe. Why? Yeah. So, so you think it's, it's too... Uh, Young sounding, too feminine. I don't understand what the. I mean, I don't actually. It's, I, I don't, it's too young. Yeah, it's I, don't, like, I only said mommy just to make yeah, you guys laugh, but I, 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 I call up. her mom. But I mean, why? Why do you think it's so? Just grow up. I mean, it's it's that's a, that's a that's a term for a child. Uh-huh. Yeah, that, and that's a mentality thing. Hmm. You know, you say mom yeah. or dad, mama, uh, your you know your papa, whatever. You don't, so you don't call daddy and mommy. You, mommy, is, mommy and daddy are what kids call their parents. You know what I did, uh, and I don't even know why. It just kind of naturally started happening. But when my when I had uh, children, and then they were always going over to grandma's house, I started calling my mom grandma. Yeah, I call, I'm like, hey grandma, yeah. you know, like because that's what the kids call her. So I, I start calling her grandma is usually what I call her. Yeah, and, and, what's up, grandpa? I, so I call my mom and dad now, grandma and grandpa, because they're. They're grandparents. Right. Yeah, yeah I call uh, my in-laws Gigi and Peepa, you know. Oh, that's a, that's a, that's a hop-along Gigi. Oh, yeah, exactly. That's, that's, uh, <laughs> She's uh, got her thing coming up this weekend. That, that, that's right. Uh, right. Have you guys ever done this or know anyone that does this? I have a buddy of mine. His kid is about the same age as my kid. His kid calls him by the first name. No. I hate that. No. That's, that's hell. Yeah. That's no. big in the volleyball community. Like you'll hear these girls yell out their mom's name. Matter of fact, I was just beside that's them the other day. That's not good. I don't like that. Hell and, no. And we were sitting with this girl, and this girl is so awesome. And she had an excuse, but I will tell you, that's what I told her. Wasn't even my child. And she yells out her mom's name, and I'm like, whoa. Yeah, yeah. That's mom. She goes, if I say that, she won't turn around. I have to use her first name because that way, because her first name was a little unique, and if I don't call her by her first name, she won't under. Because so everybody's yelling "mom." Right, right. I've right. never. But, I don't think I've ever, ever called my mom by her first name. But I, mean, I hear. I see these volleyball. Some of these I girls did that for a are weekend. such backhand. absolute 
bitches, dude. Ooh. I mean, 14-year-old, super pretentious, overprotected, overcoddled kids that are just the stereotypical Hollywood. And they call like, their parents. And they'll come by- up to, that, this is worse. They'll come up to their parents and go, I need $5 for food. But I don't have $5. Whatever. Aren't you ever prepared? Jesus Christ. Do a better job and turn around and leave. Oh, yeah. That's, uh. Yeah. And uh, that's when uh, I just start boiling and I just start holding. There's Tori no way. will just grab my hand because I just start overhand punching people in the face. My daughter, though. <laughs> I mean, just uh, just unbelievably angry. She, the, my daughter's called me Carlos. Like, my, my what? wife. What? No, 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 no. Listen. So my wife will be in some, you know, say, show, hey, Carlos. And then, like, my daughter knows that it, she'll go. Hi, Carlos, like that, and she, and she makes and a joke to, of it. To yeah, play with you? Yeah, she calls me Dada, really, actually. Dada? My, yeah, just like Dada, Dada, you know. Yeah. Dada. But uh, I don't even like Dad, hearing her say Dad. I want Daddy, Dada, no Carlos, until the age where she says Dad or whatever. Right, right, I'm right. Gonna, I'm going to soak it in as long as I can. All right, 407-916-1041. You're listening to The Monsters of the Morning. You want to know what she said, the narcissist, you better watch yourself, you better okay, watch yourself. Marilyn Manson, right? Yeah. I got to write this down. What, what, this album is now out? Yeah, this is out right now. Okay, I, I, I like that. What? Um, This is The Pale Emperor. I'm looking for <laughs> The Pale Emperor. Yeah. Oh, is that on iTunes? Yeah, it's on iTunes. By the way, the, this, um, this one's called Deep Six. The pair, and, and this is getting really good reviews, right? Yeah, this is uh, the reviews on it. It's like a return for uh, return to form for Maryland. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm, 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 I'm getting that. That's good workout music. The <laughs> sounds a little bit like Power Man 5000, to be honest with you. Um, yeah, country music, you know, depending on what season of your life you're in, uh, country music can be a bit sad. <laughs> Every other song is uh, somebody's leaving you, and uh, when you're on the treadmill, that uh. That uh, doesn't come over so well. So, you don't want to uh, trip on the tears. <laughs> you don't want to trip on the tears. You don't want to cry into the electronics. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. That's, that's bad. So lose that, too. The Pale Emperor. I like that. Sweater tears. Sweater tears. <laughs> um, yeah. You know, this mommy-daddy thing yeah. has hit a nerve. <laughs> With people, because you said nobody should call them mommy or daddy after well, you, eight years old, right? Yeah, you just refer to your mother as mommy at 50. I did, yeah. And, uh, I did it for a joke. I yeah. throw up down my neck hole, my shirt, into my belly button. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Because I can't imagine what kind of person would do that. Call their mother mommy at fifty years old for Christ's sake. My mom likes it when I do it every once in a while. Mommy, I love you. She likes that. So anyway, yeah. Um, <laughs> the pale emperor. And uh, so now people in the texting service are blowing up. Now I said it was cultural. Carlos uh, cut me off at the pass and said it's not cultural. We don't do that. And I'm Latino. And of course, you know, if you're I don't know if you know this for us. You're Latino? Yeah, mm-hmm. hot damn. So when you're Latino, you know what all other Latinos do. It's, oh, it, I didn't it's, know that. It's a book. It's, well, like the, it's the Book of Mormon. Yeah, but but it, but it is kind of cultural because in Europe, in Eastern Europe, they do kiss on the lips. Yeah, sure. So, yeah. But now they're saying, people are saying, look, this is a southern thing. Mm-hmm. Like people in the north don't call their mom and dad mommy and daddy. This is like a hillbilly thing. Like people hillbilly. In, the, in the predominant south. Was that the 13th? Not 13th thing. So all the predominant South. So it's Florida, Alabama, Georgia, Mississippi, Arkansas, Alabama, Georgia, the, the, the Carolinas, Virginia. Right. That they refer to their mom and dad as mommy and daddy into their adulthood. Yeah. I don't know. But I, I mean, them hillbilly girls love to call them. That's mommy. My, my mama. My, my daddy. My daddy. Hey, Emily. It's not even an A anymore. It's a D. It's my daddy. A- Emily from Orlando. You're on the Monsters. Hey, how's it going? Good. How you doing? Good. Thank you. Yeah, I 
have a specific kind of relationship with my boyfriend where I do refer to him as daddy. And I went out to dinner with him and my parents once. And I asked, I said, Daddy, can you pass me the butter? And my father and my boyfriend both reached for it. At the same oh, time. oh, my. If I did. Oh, my God. So you call, you call your, 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 your boyfriend daddy? And- yeah, Who's your daddy? Emily, I don't, I don't get this whole daddy <laughs> thing, and it, 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 why is it? Don't you feel creepy calling your boyfriend daddy? No. Why do you call him daddy? Does he request that, or do you, do you just kind of do it? It's a mutual thing. We both enjoy it, so it's not awkward between the both we, of us. No. We know a couple that does that, by the way. Oh, who is that? Oh yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. She, she calls him that, and it, it, it's not weird for them for some reason because they're like an old couple. But I'm telling you, if I was at a if I was at a dinner and I said and and you said, "Daddy, pass the butter," and I went for the butter, and your old man or your boyfriend went for the butter, I'd leave. It would. It would. Just, oh yeah, he. I would he leave. Had a heart attack at the table. It was bad. I would get up and leave because no woman hey. calls her man daddy for a non-sexual purpose. Now, Emily, did it start? Yeah. Did it start out like Big Daddy? Is that what it started out like? Like no, gosh, no. Oh, oh you just come in on this piece inside. <laughs> oh, I made it weird. Oh, I made it weird. Okay, <laughs> yeah, I'm the weirdo, Emily. All right. <laughs> I'm just curious. Have a good day. Bye-bye. My gosh, she goes. Oh. She goes. Oh, do you call him Big Daddy? Oh no! Oh, no. no. I don't it's do that. Nothing <laughs> to do with his penis. No. We would have started uh, with little baby too... daddy. I didn't yeah. mean penis. I just wonder if he called him Big Daddy. I mean, he could be a big guy, you know. I don't. The whole daddy thing, especially in, in, in with Angel, he's dialogue. Dialogue. Would you be an intimate to hear daddy? Oh no, I would that not. Would not turn me on, man. Like, yeah. So you saying that's a boner killer, hey, man? You gotta yeah. try it. You gotta oh. try it sometime. Yeah, that is. Uh, no, I will not. <laughs> Obviously, yes. <laughs> the treadmill's hurting, so there's that. Oh man, Daddy. yeah, no, I would not do that. That would be the grossest thing ever. If my wife did that to me, I'll yeah, be like trying to thread a needle with spaghetti. Have you guys had those moments with your? I mean, you, your daughters. All right, are but all, here's the go thing. Ahead. Go ahead, uh, go ahead, Carlos. Uh, have you had those moments with your daughter where you're sitting at a table, something like that, and you're with a boyfriend, and all of a sudden you have this moment where it's like, oh my god, my daughter. Your daughters are in their twenties, you know, so you've had to have had a moment where you yeah. sex or something has been involved. We make fun of it at my mm-hmm. house. Well, yeah. I mean, one of the God. This is probably going to sound. Awful. Oh, good. But I'm <laughs> going. But I'm going to say it anyway. Uh-huh. My household is a constant roast. Mm-hmm. Are you guys lighting each other on fire the whole time? It, it is just we. It's just a cool vibe in my house. It's just a. It's a roasty type vibe. We're all. Well, it's a cool of, vibe if you like roasts. I mean, yeah. You don't yeah. Like roasts. Yeah. We're well. Obviously, we yeah. do. We're all busting on each other, making fun of each other. So. You know, my daughter has been dating the same guy for months, and my other daughter had dated a, long, a guy for a really long time or whatever. And when they, when they went out the door, uh, you know, it's like, hey, where are you going? Where are you going to be? What time are you going to be home? You know, give me a kiss on the cheek. And we'll go, remember, don't get pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> you know, as <laughs> Good it's, just for a, you. it's just a little joke. Yeah. And, and she goes, uh, but if that's the case, how am I going to get on welfare? Oh. You know, so we we'll always just go back and forth and back and forth and have fun, but oh, it's a right joking wing thing. Humor. It's a <laughs> Right wing and humor, how am I yeah. going to turn black, Daddy? Good thing we're rich as hell. <laughs> yeah, we, we just go to the bank and grab the money that we want. That's it, whatever. Don't be on Bye, Daddy. See you at the fifth wheel. <laughs> I told you it was going to be bad. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we, uh, you know, we, it's just kind of jokey like that. But we've never uh-huh. had that. You know, we've always been real open yeah. about that whole. You know, uh, you got to use condoms. That's you gotta cool. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. 
Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. We always, honestly, yeah. I mean, since, oh God, this is probably, since they were like 13 or 14, we thought they could be sexually active. We've been completely open. It's Good. a discussion at our house in the open, in front of their boyfriends. Mm-hmm. We have no problem with it because the alternative right. <laughs> is having a child at the age of 16 or 17 when you get talked well, into something you don't want. Not necessarily, but. Uh, well, yeah, it, yeah, it can be. I said the can, alternative it, can be. Right? Can yes. be. Yeah, 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 not necessarily. But uh, yeah, yeah, so Angel. Why would you defend that? I don't get that. <laughs> no, I was going to huh? say is this. Why would you defend that? I, obviously, what I was trying to say is you don't go out and get pregnant every single time. What I'm saying is you could wind up that way if you if you make a bad decision is what I'm saying. Oh, yeah, And in the sure. throes of passion when you're 16, 17 years old. I don't know if you encountered this, Russ. You can, you can not think. Well, I know, but what you're saying is that if you don't have an open, if you can't uh, openly joke around like that, then my daughter's totally different. Very, very conservative. Yeah, yeah. When she wouldn't, uh, if I if I busted on her or, or said some joke about it, she would be heartbroken. Oh, oh my God. You know, she would be heartbroken and she would never come back at me. Like, she's just a different kind of a, a, a child. Yeah, yeah. Child. I, I she's 26. But, uh, uh, and she's totally, you know, she hadn't had a child yet and and, uh, yeah, I got it. Yeah. yeah. Hey, Carlos, in your history, when uh, back in the day, uh, back in the Lover Low States, did you ever date a uh, Latin chick? Oh, and, yeah. and then she'd call you Papito? Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, maybe so, it's just so, daddy is different. Yeah, yeah. So, does so Megan call you Poppy as a joke? Yeah, Poppy's different to me. I, I, Why is Poppy different? I don't know. I, I got, I'm, we're getting uh, our But I would, I would call you Poppy, though. Hey, Poppy, come over here. That's yeah, the difference. So, I would never call Jimmy. Hey, daddy, come over here. Now, is Miho and Miha, is that the same thing? Uh, Miho, uh, that's son. That's yeah, son. Yeah, oh, that's gross, Russ. <laughs> Might want to shift gears there, buddy. <laughs> but back would, out. Dump uh, that and back out. Time in the emails again. No, but, you know, like with friends, like, you know, hey, Miho, come here. Like, you would use it like that. Um, but I have to tell you, just thinking about that for a second, if my, just thinking of my wife calling me Poppy gave me a semi. Okay, see, it is a little different. Papi Chulo is I like just, a I just that's like Pimp up. Daddy. Pimp, Pimp Daddy is Papi Chulo. Yeah, you know? Oh, Pimp Daddy is Papi Chulo? Yeah, has, hey, Papi Chulo, come oh, yeah. over here. You know, So I, that's why I think it's that's a little I, different. I, yeah, it's yeah. totally different. Like, I could I could hear that all day long. Me I mean, too. I do hear that in my head all day long. <laughs> yeah. uh, but so, yeah, if someone says Daddy to me, I'm like, ooh. Yeah. That's, now, another, that's another T-shirt, the Horny Giant T-shirt. <laughs> yeah. Just a big I know a it silhouette, d- silhouette of, a, of an angel, you know, Horny I know Giant. I know it's not the same culture, but. Picture my wife in a nighty and a sombrero calling me what? Poppy. <laughs> sombrero? What are you doing? I said it wasn't the same culture. He's going back to that his right wing. You know. <laughs> Put on that sombrero. Be Mexican and pick these greens. My oh, wife my-, <laughs> my wife riding a donkey side saddle. Yelling Poppy. Come here, Poppy. Mm. Oh, you're freaking Poppy. me out right now. Right. I'll be back in a minute, dude. Check out our website at monsters.fm. You're listening to the Monsters in the Morning. Don't go into stall three. You gotta get weird. <laughs> It's new music today. I just downloaded that uh, Marilyn Manson album. Remember this one? Um, I don't hate it, but I don't really recognize it. Is it new? Uh, I played it once, once before for you guys. You did? Yeah. I can't. I should have given it away right there. Billy Idol. This is his new one. Who is it? Who is it? Where is it from? Billy Idol. Oh, oh, Billy Idol. Can't break me down. I do like it. 
All right, there you go. Brand new Billy Idol. So McGraw, who's a uh, a really good guitar player, our intern over there, that you uh, talked to when you called the show. Yeah. Um, we were talking about, uh, he never really paid attention to Billy Al's guitar player, Steve Stevens. Oh, that guy's a beast. And uh, I was telling him, I said, man, you got to go online and, and watch how this guy creates songs and melodies and what he uses to kind of for inspiration. And it's just ultimately interesting, and the guy is just... He sort of, he sort of is uh, un, unsung, you know? Unheralded like, yeah. by a million. I, yeah. I, I said there are a few guitar players in the world that nobody really pays attention to that really don't get the credit. He's one of them. The other guys, I don't know the guy's name, but the guitar player for Ario Speedwagon, oh. the lead guitar player there, if you listen to the High Infidelity album... I used to know his name. And yeah, the, it's uh, Bill Skippy, I think. No. <laughs> yeah, Bill Skippy. And you listen to the guitar work on that record. It's it's pretty incredible, man. I, yeah. Anyway, Steve Stevens is a monster. You it's good to see him have another record. And when I saw uh, Billy Idol, he spent... I mean, I, he must have stopped and 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 uh, I mean, complimented and bragged about his guitarist five times. Oh yeah, you just saw him right recently. Yeah, I just saw him yeah. recently, and it was really cool the way he's like, "Look, man, I wouldn't be where I'm at without without this guy." I mean, he just was all over, yeah. you know, giving that guy props and, and credit, well, which was very cool. That record that made him all his money, and the one that had Eyes Without a Face and Rebel Yet, well, those records. Yeah, I mean, he wrote those melodies and those songs. Steve Stevens did, so yeah. he would, you know, he would call Billy and say, "Hey, look, you know, I came I up got, with this, got an idea with this thing," and and basically when you see how. You know, Steve Stevens grew up li- listening to 50s music. Yeah. And if you look at his chord progressions in 50s music, he shows you how he created some of the most iconic riffs for Billy Idol, and it was based off speeding up or slowing down uh, chord progressions from the 50s. Huh. Well, I, I know that he's on tour now this year, and because uh, uh, we kind of looked into what it would cost to get Billy. Because we were thinking about doing like a big, uh, a big concert, like yeah. a monster, a monster concert. And to get Billy Idol is, uh, it ain't cheap. 50 grand, right? Oh, oh, no, no, more than that. Is it more than yeah, that? Yeah, now. It was less before, but it's it's more now. It's 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 hard to get Billy Idol. He's a, he's on, I mean, he sold out that place. when I, It was up in Palm Coast at the uh, St. Augustine Amphitheater. Yeah. It was sold out, man. It was, it was cool. I hey, thought he went uh, drug crazy, but he didn't. He did have a little cocaine issue. He had, he had a, a he motorcycle had wreck. And he had a motorcycle wreck. Yeah. And, but he is, I mean, he looks like a million bucks yeah, now. Yeah, That yeah. motorcycle wreck almost killed him. It was way more serious than people knew. Yeah, the <laughs> head injury that he suffered from that and the leg injury. Yeah. It kept him out of a movie. He was a big movie debut. was supposed to be The Doors. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Yeah, he couldn't walk yeah. for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he had to walk cane. with a cane. Yeah, yeah. yeah. he had, actually did Arsenio on a cane mm-hmm. back in the day. And then um, his head injury was really, really bad, man. As bad as Gary Busey's. And it had no effect on him. <laughs> By the bit. way, that new commercial with Gary Busey. With the uh, with, uh, with Plugging the, the seashell into the, seashell. the computer. Yeah, yeah. Can't get enough of it. That's funny as hell. I can't get enough of it. Yeah. I love that crazy that bastard. I don't, it makes me laugh. Yeah, I tell you, you've got to watch Apprentice because you will, you will, you will love uh, Geraldo. Because Geraldo is just, he's kind of a nut, man. Geraldo is kind of a nut. Is he f- a little forceful, right? Oh, oh man, man. He, if he's in the room, he's got to have the attention. He's got, he's, and he's got to be in charge. Uh, but that's just, you know, that's, uh, does he understand that, uh, every time they do that, they should, whoever Trump should have a, uh, a video, one of those, you know, digital projectors set up. And every time Geraldo gets a little beyond himself, he should just play the clip of the opening of Capone's vault. <laughs> right, 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 right. And just say, everybody stop for a second. Let's just review this. <laughs> okay, Geraldo. So you can shut up now. It's entertaining. I got to tell you. Hey, now it's time for Carlos to take you to the top. Let's go. Jimmy, you must go. You must get on the to the top train and go. Follow me. Follow me, everybody. I'm gonna take you on a ride. Uh yeah, to the top today, Thursday, January twenty eighth. Can you believe how fast it's gone by, Russ? I'm not gonna say it. It's <laughs> <laughs> already Thursday. I said it last year, and I drove Jimmy crazy, so I'm you trying not to say it. Say, Daddy, I can't believe how no, fast it's no, gone. No, no, no. no? Really make everybody uncomfortable. <laughs> 
Oh, man. To the top today is always uh, fun, and it's brought to you by Southeastern Aluminum. LLC, my peeps out there, are the experts in outdoor living areas from screen enclosures to sunrooms. Go online. Check out southeasternaluminumllc.com. I can't tell you how much time I spend out on my porch area by my pool. It's a place where my family and I just really enjoy spending time together. And if it's looking busted, if you need to, to maybe you know clean it up a little bit, fix that screen, it's not that expensive. And the guys at Southeastern Aluminum LLC I uh, love to work with you. So it's southeasternaluminumllc.com or give them a call 407-930-0823. Now, once again, for the to, to the top charity of the day, I need some more. I have a whole list of them. Thank you to everybody who has reached out and uh, sent me some info on some awesome charities. If you want to hit me up on Facebook, it's Carlos Navarro. I add everybody. On Twitter, Senor Los, S-E-N-O-R-L-O-S. And, of course, on email, it's carlos at realradio.fm. And that goes for charities, shout-outs, or motivational minutes. Today's To the Top Charity is a really cool one. Um, and I think you guys are going to get a kick out of this because it involves one of our favorite people. Who that? Uh, that would be Mr. Bobby Bowden. Oh, I like Bobby Bowden. Okay, and uh, Bobby Bowden. We interviewed him last year. He's great. Yeah, he's a he's a great guy, and uh, he's coming to the Hilton Daytona Beach yeah. to raise awareness uh, about the challenges. Now, this is a crazy thing. Okay, I guess when you're a foster kid, obviously when you get to a certain age, which I'm assuming is. 18 or 17, yeah, 18. you get fostered out of the program. So basically, hey, you're on your own. Oh, wow. Uh, and uh, they, the the website that you got to check out to hear more about this is called AccelerateYouth.org. This organization, Accelerate Youth, uh, is a one-of-a-kind program. They help aging out kids become productive and successful members of our society. Okay, so the difference between a foster child and somebody uh, you know adopting you, do, do they kind of say, you know, look, you're a foster kid. We're going to say a little arm's length. We're not going to love you the same. Well, how does that work? Well, I this is what I'm assuming, right? And I, I can only imagine if I'm going in to adopt a kid, I probably want a younger kid, right? So that way I can raise them how I want to or whatever. Yeah. So when you're starting around 13, 12, you've been in foster homes for years, and then you're 14, 15, you've already developed. That, and that bond really. It's going to be hard to build at that point. Yeah. You know, and. You know, I can only imagine some of the people that we don't want in our society is people that don't feel like they're loved at all. How long does a foster child live with a foster family? Isn't that up to the family? I think it is up to the family. I know there are some that are for certain periods of time. Huh. You get paid uh, to do it. I know that. You have to go through the big screening process, which has become kind of a running joke in America. Right. Um, but then, you know, after that, you're kind of on your own. Now, the difference in adoption, and you're adopting a child to be part of your family. Right. As a foster parent, you're just allowing that. You're, so, you're, you're basically giving some, you're nurturing the child and trying to give it the best possibility at a, at a life. But you're letting that child know, look, we're, we're foster. It ain't ever going to be. I don't know if it's mentioned like that. <laughs> I don't know if there's you sit down we're, and go, okay, remember, enjoy this meal. You. This meal's for you because I love you. This meal's for you because I get $290 a month. <laughs> yeah. Well, the cool thing about this, guys, is that this AccelerateYouth.org was started in Daytona. And if anybody knows, nationwide, Orlando and Florida is known for a lot of 
kind of homeless kids yes. too, unfortunately. And uh, and when you're in foster care and you get out, it's going to be tough. So Bobby Bowden and uh, at the Hilton Daytona Beach, this is February sixth. Mm-hmm. You can uh, it's a fundraiser. It's a one of a kind event. Uh, and uh, it's a three course gourmet meal. That's door. a Friday night. Yeah, it's a Friday night. So uh, hit them up. It's accelerateyouth.org. Go meet Bobby Bowden. Help out these kids. And uh, have a great night, man. That's nice. That's a good call. Yes, yes, it is. Cool. And and so my big shout out, kind of to, I guess it doesn't kind of connect to that, but I hadn't shouted these people out yet, and I can't believe it. Who that? Single moms. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I have not given any love. Big shout out to single moms. And I, yeah, I know there's single dads out there too. We'll talk about them one day. But I think after having a kid, I realized how being a single mother is so ridiculously hard mm-hmm. because you know. We're maintaining a four-year-old with two of us right. and ha- help with the family. I can only imagine a lot of people who raise their kid or a couple kids because their horrible father yeah. bounced on them. Not to mention the work it takes to keep your kid quiet while one of your many boyfriends comes over to give it to you. <laughs> I mean, that wow. is tough. <laughs> you got to throw tablets and video. Oh. All, Do you everything how much NyQuil or Benadryl it takes to keep a five-year-old quiet for Just- 18 minutes for us while you get it, and then the person says they got to go because yeah. there's an emergency at home. <laughs> my God, man. I've got to go. Uh, oh, is that your kid waking up? Oh, uh, I think there's a fire in my house. Uh, I bought some gummy bears. Put yeah. them down. <laughs> but single moms. I make blue animals. <laughs> <laughs> That's where he comes in, swoops in. Creepiest thing you ever said. <laughs> Monkey in a, a branch. Um, yeah, single moms, we got to show you love, man, because that's hard as hell to be raising a kid by yourself. And uh, if they happen to be a piece of crap, Dad, screw them. You are going to do it. So motivational minute today. I read this book talking about it said uh, go for the no. And it talks about failure. Go for the no. Go for the no. Mm-hmm. Okay. If you are failing right now at whatever you're trying to do, mm-hmm. guess what? That's all part of the deal, man. Mm-hmm. You cannot get to success without going through failure first. That's just a fact of the matter. If you are, if you haven't experienced failure, you're not trying hard enough or you're not pushing yourself. And I'm talking more so right now about career, right? Mm-hmm. Career or a goal or whatever, not maybe relationships or some other things. But if you have It works that way, too. I guess it could. Yeah, Mark Cuban said he heard a thousand no's to get one yes. Yeah, absolutely. you got to hear that no. In any sales deal, you got to hear at least, well, science has proven, six no's before they tell you yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's five, those five things that Cuban says that when you see it on Facebook, you should read that. Those are real applicable truths that I have seen happen in my life in business and in this business that are definitely not, it's not some horse crap, no. inspirational moment drawn from the Bible or from somebody who's never done anything. Right. It's a guy who struggled, did it, succeeded, and continues to be successful. Yeah, and, and that's what it is. So if you're going through that failure right now, don't look at it like, oh, damn, I keep failing. Because I go through this too, man, especially with acting. You fail over and over and over. <laughs> Even when you do a good job. Even when you do a good job. Even exactly. when you think you're better than the person beside you and behind you, it has nothing to do with that. It's, not, it's just part of the deal, man. So if you're going through that failure right now, just stick it out because you might be on that other side of that huge success. It's happened time and time and time again. So keep sticking with it. Hopefully that connects with somebody out there. Now, to the top today is a real light one. Nothing too crazy. Russ helped me find this, and I think it's cool because uh, I'm a 90s guy. What is this now? Uh, these are, uh, they did a survey, a couple different of these pop culture websites, mm-hmm. uh, and they did a survey on the top 10 worst movies of the 1990s. Oh, okay, yeah. Okay? So in the 90s, it was a worst movie, okay. 
I know ba- I know I have one. Okay, a lot of bad movies in the 90s. Okay, this was a transitional period of the cinema. 90s, the 90s, the 90s. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so let's get back into the 90s. Okay. Where everything was going good. There was no, we weren't worried about terrorists. No, yeah, yeah. We hadn't gotten into, We okay, we were in one war. But, you know, it wasn't as bad. Yeah, we didn't Christian was- Bale was killing hookers. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. <laughs> right. Right. So these are uh, the top 10. So I'm going to start at number 10, which some people could say this movie got killed at the at the box office and critically. But I think if you look back at it now, it was kind of ahead of its time. Yeah. I know what you're going to say. Waterworld. Yes. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, and I liked it, actually. You're the only one, dude. Jean Triplehorn was in it. Yeah, I mean, when she was hot. Yeah, dude, you like firm hot. She was. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What it what it did do was make an awesome uh, r- show hot. at uh, Universal Studios Hollywood. They yes, had a badass Waterworld show. Really? Yeah. Oh, dude, it's sick. I, I don't know if it's still there or not, but I remember no. seeing it. it. Was it's gone? Oh yeah, I'm sure. No, I mean, dude, they still had Indiana Jones. They still had. I mean, it's, it was an action show. I don't know. Yeah. I'll, I'll find out. I'm sure somebody will text it in. But yeah, uh, but yeah, ten is Waterworld, and if you look at it now. Boy, they would have done that movie so different with CGI now, right? Oh, yeah. You know, think about it. The reason it had so much... So was a- it horrible because of the effects, or was it horrible just because it was a horrible story? Um, it, 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 the budget of this film... It was, was ridiculous, was, right? Yeah, it took all. They literally took all the steel in Hawaii, I believe, that was u- usable to make the, the the sets for this film. And then the rumor got out how expensive it was. I think it was a hundred million dollars or something ridiculous. Now that we look at it and mm-hmm. like that's what you yeah, for it's our- the first month of making Transformers six. Exactly. So that's number ten. Uh, remember, this is a survey uh, of uh, different people who who thought this. So number nine, cool as ice. Cool as ice. Oh, that's an ice, uh, <laughs> yeah. Vanilla Ice movie. Vanilla Ice movie? Vanilla Ice movie, which uh, never saw it. I think I made it a long time so ago. So that means everybody from 8 Up is tying a noose right now. Pretty much, yeah. Because if your movie is worse than Vanilla Ice's movie, oh yeah, yeah. That's I don't. I didn't. I never saw it, so I don't know how bad it was. But I, I don't think Look, it was. Look, yeah. he's just on a street bike a lot. That's yeah. all you need to know. Yeah, pretty yeah. much, okay. pretty he's much. Right into Miami. So that's number nine. Number eight. With his worst movies in the nineties. Okay. Angel. Number eight is going to break these two guys' hearts. <laughs> I'll tell you why. They went to go see this together twice. Biodome. No, no, no. No, so, we, did we, not. Saw we saw Son of Law. Oh, I'm sorry. Totally different movie. Yeah, totally different How movie. Son of Law was great. <laughs> How dare you? Yeah. <laughs> How dare you confuse us? It's too? like, you know, confusing Godfather and Dog Day Afternoon. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Biodome, yeah. Johnny Brasco. <laughs> that one was dumb, yeah. So, Biodome, which I think starred Jack Black in it. Tenacious D made one of their first appearances in there. Oh, yeah. Uh, Isn't star- there Baldwin in that one? I think so. I mean, yes. there's a good chance of nine of them. Pauly Shore was the, yeah. Yeah, so that's number eight. Now, uh-huh. number seven, it must be really, really, really bad to get on this list because uh, not many people know about it. Number seven is Troll Two. Oh yeah, not Troll One. <laughs> yeah, no, Troll, Troll One, one was, a, was a a hit. Troll Two was yeah. terrible. Huh? Yeah, Troll Two. I never watched any of the Troll movies. Eh? Yeah, there's actually I, I went and did a little research, and there's multiple sites that claim this to be the worst movie ever. Troll Two. Troll Two. Hmm. So maybe that might be a fun night for your, you and your friends. Oh again. yeah. And then there was also there was Leprechaun. Remember that? Leprechaun. The, the yeah, Leprechaun yeah. movies. So that might be a f- fun night bad. to. Uh, and there was Leprechaun in the Hood. Yep. 
Oh my God, that was Je- terrible. Jennifer Aniston was in one of the Leprechaun movies. Really? Yes. That's funny. <laughs> that, that, that's why it's like actors. You think they they they're just sitting around picking their stuff? I'll do they anything. Whatever. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. All right. So that's number seven. Number six. Oh boy, was this bad? And I love this guy. I love this guy. Number six is Kazam. Oh, oh Shaq Fu. Yeah, yeah. So bad. That uh, was bad. There was a video game. Uh, he, I heard they were trying to remake it with. Some uh, some famous uh, basketball player. Really? Yeah, yeah. There was George Mirson? <laughs> no, that was my twin or, oh, or whatever. Yeah. But no, there was somebody going to make remake Kazam. Kazam? Yeah, and I forgot who it was. I thought that was written just for Shaquille O'Neal. Yeah. I, it, it, Let's remake it. I think we can get it to number 10 on that list. We're a, five now. He's a big genie. I think he made like seven, like $6 million on that oh, movie yeah. or something. In that time when it came out, that's pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's number six. Number five is uh, it just... They these are ju- worst movies in the 90s. Exactly. Thank you. These are the uh, surveys... Uh, said that these are the top 10 worst movies in the 90s. Number five is America's first attempt at Godzilla. Oh, that was, see, that should be at the top. That was the worst Is that ever. Matthew Broderick? Yeah, yeah Matthew yeah, Bo- that Broderick uh, Godzilla. That was bad. That was Jim, a- Jim says it looks like Al E. Gator, yeah, the, just, uh, the mascot for the... That's true, it did. Why did they... It looks who, like a big lizard. Who decided we're going to make Godzilla look totally different, make it look like an iguana? You know why? That was in the age of CGI when it was like this new toy, and we're just going to blow it out. They didn't go by the Jaws theory, which the new Godzilla film did, which is not show the Godzilla a lot, because yeah. at a certain point, you're just going to be like, oh, it looks stupid. Um, so they went off, uh, buck wild on that, huge budget, and it bombed. Yeah. The latest Godzilla made him too big. Did they? Yeah, I think so. I, I saw a little bit of it sitting in a dealership the other day waiting for somebody. Yeah. And uh, it was playing, and I was like, eh. Yeah, I didn't they made like him too them. big. I, they didn't show him enough for me. Yeah. Not yeah. worth seeing, because I like Brian Cranston. I like them mm, all. You can pass. Really the other reason bored. why Godzilla failed is that... Uh, Diddy and Jimmy Page unveiled uh, this abomination. I on love us. this song. This is the first time I ever heard this song. Oh, this is Godzilla. This, this was on the soundtrack. It. Come with me, and Jimmy Page signed off on this. Played guitar. Yeah. It's the riff from Cashmere. Yeah. I had never heard Cashmere before. I'd only heard this. They should deport you for saying that. But guess what? I listened to Cashmere and I liked it. Remember, remember driving around and he had never heard of Led Zeppelin. I can't even look at you. <laughs> we, we were taking him out to Cricket Her Arms and I said the words Led Zeppelin. He's like, I don't know how that is. I'm like, uh, <laughs> Angel Call Engineering. <laughs> I want a kid. piece of tent put right in front of me and I only wanted them to cut a box out so I can see his eyes because they're so doughy and beautiful. <laughs> I'm, My God, man, are you kidding? I'm glad Russ's impression of me was like a computer nerd uh, and, and not totally. Tito Bandito like That's it used true, to be yeah. back in the day. Hello, I don't know. Like I that, do not know who things, that is. Things are changing here. Yeah, there's things Thank are changing. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, I got four more left. We're going to knock them out real quick. Yeah, okay. Uh, number four is uh, Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace. Oh, I didn't I mean, like any of those. Yeah, those are I didn't think it's not the top ten worst movies in the nineties. Obviously, there's a lot of fanboys on here. They're going to redo this. J.J. Uh, Abrams is going to knock it out of the park. It's going to be just. I got a great feeling. About Never it. saw it. Uh, you didn't. Mm-mm. You should check it out. Jar- none of the new. None of the new Star Wars. No, stuff. don't see any of the three. The yeah, no, I'm good with the first three. Yeah, yeah. Jar Jar Binks was stupid. Yeah, yeah, that not was the too worst. Good. Yeah. Now, review us. Number three. I thought this was pretty good considering the theme of it all. Number three is Super Mario Brothers. Oh, I never saw with that. With Bob Hoskins. 
Oh, I, I remember. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, because a British. You're such Mario. a '90s Homer. Dude. I am. I am. It's so bad. <laughs> you like Homer? I'm a '90s guy, I guess. I mean, I wasn't. So that's Super Mario Bros. at three. I'll knock out the last two here. Number two. Uh-huh. This is an infamous movie of uh, from, on many different levels on why people think this is bad. Now I'll let you guess number two and number two. Is, right. it, uh, is Dan Aykroyd in it? No, no, no. Dan Aykroyd in any of these next two. This uh, is a film known for being preachy about a. A religion in quotations. A religion. Oh, uh, John Travolta's movie. Bingo Lollipop. Battleship Earth. Oh, Battleship Earth. Earth. Battlefield Earth. Oh, yeah. Battlefield Earth. Earth. Oh, yeah, day, yeah. oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. John Travolta defends it and says it was great. It was I taken w- out of context. I watched it. I did not get the religion part of it at all. Well, it's based on their... their the Xenu thing? Yeah. that It's based on all that. That's what people say. Oh, I didn't yeah. I didn't make that connection at all. Yeah. But then again, you don't really know that much about Scientology. That's true. So, uh, okay, last one. And I don't think this is going to surprise anybody. It's kind of a running joke amongst, especially now in the comic book film era. Oh, comic uh, book. Number one. What is it, boys? Comic book? Uh, that last Batman. Batman uh, and with, Robin. Batman and Robin, yeah, the one yeah, with yeah. Uh, George Clooney. Yeah. Oh, man. There's a Silverstone. There's a thing. It's really that bad? Oh, they'll go through, and there is a, a whole website where they go through and pick all the things that made no sense in that. And when I watched it, I'm like... Oh my god! It really was that bad. Was it? it was really bad. Really, really bad. I mean, continuity wasn't right. I mean, and the, 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 oh yeah, it's 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 horrible. It is, and I mean, it killed that franchise. I mean, it made money, but it essentially killed that franchise at that point in time. Yeah. And then, luckily, obviously, it was able to get rebooted. The only good part about that is that we had uh, Alicia Silverstone in a Batgirl outfit. That's true. That was kind of cute. Could That's she get true. it? Absolutely. Even right now. Okay. She feeds her baby after chewing her own. She chews her baby's food, then spits it in her mouth. And I heard she doesn't shave her armpits. So. Yeah, I think she's but a dirty yeah. hippie. Quite all right. So far, you haven't thrown I'll, off the horny joke. Exactly. I'll clean her up. <laughs> damn, dude. You're coming at her arm. I'll clean her up. <laughs> My I, God, man. I got a Bic. Like she's a I got a Bic man. razor. That, that actually, the way you said that sounded criminal. <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. But these, those were the top ten Good worst job. movies of the 1990s. And today will be a great day. To the top. Never stop. All right. You're listening to The Monster of the Morning. One of my favorite bands from last year. I got turned on to them. It's uh, Rival Sons. Rival Sons. Yeah, I remember you mentioning that. Yeah, they're out of Southern California. Definitely, uh, you know, Zeppelin influence. You can hear it. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to the Monsters Mornings on Real Radio 104.1. Broadcasting live on iHeartRadio. Um... Dirty Jim's doing some uh, making some uh, meat of the week. So he's, he's working hard in there because he bur- he messed up his frying pan, <gasps> so he's having to uh, do sear the whatever he's doing like double. So he's doing a little bit more work. Oh, okay, all right. Hey, um, uh, so I knew this was going to be in the news at some point, uh, and that's um, uh, uh, Jesse the Body Ventura has now come out and, yeah. he, and he's saying that uh, uh, he doesn't think Chris Kyle was a hero, which is you know, a lot of people are pissed off about that because you know people that are going to see this movie American Hero. A lot of people are walking out with man, you know, with uh, American my, pride, American pride, and everything. And uh, and you told me that this week the movie American Sniper debuted in Iraq. Yes, and and I, and I, I started laughing when you said that because I'm just I'm, first off I can't imagine what a movie theater looks like in Iraq. Well. It's funny you say that. So when I saw this article, and I wish Jimmy was in here because of uh, this American Sniper thing, but 
Um, when I first saw the article, I thought the same thing. I was like, what does this theater look like? Yeah. It's actually in one of their brand new, super high-end malls. Oh. Gigantic walls surrounding the mall area. Okay. Okay. Um, so it was released. It was America, released. And did they, sometimes they'll call a movie something else in other parts of the country. Right. I know they've done that before with certain things. So do, do they call it American Sniper? Uh, oh, yeah. Really? Absolutely. And uh, this was an article I found on NBC News. Can you imagine if there was a movie in America called Iraqi Sniper? Right. Okay. And, and that's the thing. For anybody who doesn't know, this isn't just a war film that, that takes place in a lot of different places. The, the majority, if not all, is in Iraq. Right. So essentially you're watching – so this movie's playing in, in Iraq, and the entire movie is about Iraqis getting killed. Yeah, about an, an American sniper uh, killing uh, Iraqis. 160 to be exact. Yeah. Um, or around there. Anyway, so they so, go – So, if you, so, before you, so yeah, we, yeah. if you turn that around, it would be like, okay, we made a movie – about a person right. that killed 160 Americans. Uh, and he's in a, I mean, like, people would be outraged. People would not be. They would be in the streets. It would be the biggest yeah. deal. Oh, and, and, and this is not just a movie. This is a, a, a true story about, and we're going to, yeah, yeah, okay. So. so this is what it said. I'll read a little excerpt of this. Um, in Baghdad, where much of the film is set, yeah. the movie drew full crowds at one of the city's new upscale cinemas dressed in fur co- collared coat and loafers Muhammad says many of the showings were sold out and he knows people who had to book their tickets a day in advance during opening week to see American Sniper to see American Sniper now, okay? is, is it because these particular people appreciate what the Americans did yes and no this is a good uh, article because it goes on both ends of the spectrum okay so this is the one end of the spectrum uh-huh. right where it says and this is part of the article in quotations some people watching were just concentrating, but other Iraqis were screaming, effing shoot him. He has an IED. Don't wait for permission. Oh, really? With the scene but, with the kid, with the scene. They're just like, shoot his ass. Wow. Because, yeah. because, they, the, the, because they see it as they, like, they wanted those people out, out of, of their country, and so they, they appreciate what America was doing. Wow. Exactly. That, that is interesting. It really is. I wouldn't, have, I wouldn't have thought that. Neither did I. And then the other end of the spectrum, another guy named Mohammed, shocker, uh, he says, you know, I can't watch this because I'm essentially watching 160 of my countrymen yeah. be killed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then and the and then like kind of like in the middle, this guy just says, "Hey, I love and and this is, this is kind of probably majority of people. They're not looking at this politically. They're not looking at this with this intent of you know having an agenda. They're just like war. This is the quotation. I like I love watching war movies because especially now they give they give me the strength to face ISIS. Oh wow, jeez! Like this dude is having to live with the idea like." Oh, yeah, ISIS is in my country, and they could come into this mall right now. And we'll have to face them. And we'll have to face them, you know. So... Um, really interesting article. It's on NBC News. Do they, do they show photos from the uh, the movie theater and everything? No, they don't. I would have liked to have real, seen that. This is the, of course, this is where I'm going to go. I'm, I'm curious about what what's at the concession stand. Yes. What, what is at the concession stand in an Iraqi movie theater? <laughs> Come on, Angel. You didn't think that for a second. Are they eating popcorn? That was not even. I didn't think about it, but I, I won. Are they eating popcorn? Or, I mean, uh, you know, I don't, it's pop, popcorn popular there. I, I, I don't I, know if that's an option for them. I'm sure whatever candy are, are they into candy in Iraq. Oh yeah, they gotta love their sweets. Iraqi, over there. you think so? 
I would love to know. Twizzlers. Can you get a Twizzler? If you go to see American Sniper in Iraq, can you get a Twizzler? Yes, you can. I'm going to bet you can get the same American candies as, as with... Uh, I would disagree just because of the infrastructure reasons. What do you mean? Like, like to get it over? Yeah, I mean, because, I mean, up until, you know, we quote-unquote liberated them, yeah. I mean, they didn't have 7-Elevens. They, didn't, they weren't, ha- you know, that kind of stuff. Hmm. God bless them, they do now. But popcorn <laughs> has to be... Well, I don't know. Can you get popcorn over there? But, see, that's the thing. Like, they don't have cornfields, do they? Mm. So they'd have to have popcorn shipped in. Right. So everything's more expensive. Huh. I wonder if they eat something else that we've never heard of. I'm sure. Some sort of styrofoam there. thing or something. Like. You go to Japan, you go to most any other country, they got some weird-ass stuff. Yeah, something that uh, it smells like fish. There was, there was something that they got It smells like fish, but it's kind of like popcorn. I forget what it was. But And as far as this, yeah. uh, the article, most of the people have already seen the film. Um, a lot of people are seeing the film two or three times, and then they go down the street and pick up the copy on the DVD bootleg, and they watch it at home. So they're really digging it over they're there. They're totally digging it. Wow. Okay, where then where would you play American Sniper and they wouldn't like it? Well, like a, uh, well, I mean, you could probably, Iran. yeah, Iran. Oh. But see, that's so you got situation. Oh, so you got a- With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to, has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Under, you got to understand, though, because for, for uh, some people in Iraq, we did the U.S. forces did exactly yeah, what they wanted. We they, helped they, them they, out. They, liberate, they got liberated. Right, right, right. So, you know, there's that con, you know, contingent of people that live there. You yeah. know what I mean? Hey, uh, 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 the, the guy with the, and the North Korean guy. Yeah, Kim, uh, Kim Jong-un. Will he, would he allow that movie to be played? Absolutely. Hell no. no. Hell Absolutely no. not. He All would right. watch it at his house. Yeah, and, but, would, but no one else would be allowed to see it. Nah, 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 nah. That's it, that, not by any stretch of the imagination. But, How about uh, Putin? Is Putin going to allow that movie nope. to be in, uh, in Russia? Nothing. Of, nothing you can't go see American Sniper in Russia. Uh, well, maybe on some level you probably would, but well, I think you could in Russia, absolutely. So in Russia, you think you could see American Sniper? Yeah, because they, they're I don't their know. Economy is is uh, more westernized. In Jimmy, the sense. what do you think? The, 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 uh, the reason we're talking about this: that American Sniper was you're not uh, going to see American Sniper in China, in, you're not in gonna... Iraq, and they all loved it. They they, they thought it was un, you know, they loved it. And I'm wondering what other countries would they would it would have this kind of a reception? Do you think that you, you can see it in in, in uh, um, Russia? I think probably so. Hmm. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, don't I think th- it's a more progressive. I mean, it's obviously you know it's got issues now because of their leadership, but I think it's, I think the society is more progressive now. I think uh, North Korea a, may be tough. Yeah, North, North Korea, Korea no, is no way. Yeah. Um, Cuba, I, Cuba, hell no. You, oh, you actually you, you couldn't see American Sniper in Cuba. Well, now with the new embargo drops, maybe. But you know, even Castro just came out and said the other day, you know, even with all the things going on, he goes, I don't trust America. Uh, I would. I don't think in a lot of countries, especially that are communist or totalitarian, or right. you know, like you're not going to see it in Argentina. You well, know, with everything they're going, with, uh, you don't think? Uh, How about Venezuela or Venezuela? Yeah, yeah Venezuela. Yeah, Venezuela. That's a, yeah, they're, yeah. they're going through their Shut turmoil. Uh, oddly enough, in Mississippi, it's on every screen, <laughs> every <laughs> single screen. They're playing yeah. on regular TV. Yeah, I, I'll, yeah, all day They long. actually play the soundtrack from another movie while you're watching American Sniper. Right. Yeah. There, there was another quote in here that's very nonchalantly said. You know, the, I, I don't see this as a hero because, as we all know, Americans are bloodthirsty war people. Oh yeah. Well, you know, and war people. You know. Hey, when we come back, Angel's going to give us the ones and yeah. twos, the number one and number two song in every genre that counts. Uh, when we come back, you're listening to the Monsters in the Morning. Bum, 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 bum. 
Today's, today's theme with the uh, rejoin music. Just newer stuff. Newer stuff. Yeah. Even though this album's been around, it's uh, rudimental. With John Newman singing on the hook. Rudimental? Feel the load. All right. Now it's time for uh, Angel to bring us the ones and twos. That's the number one and number two song in every genre. This keeps you up to date. All right, well, Once and Twos is brought to you by Frankenstein's in Winter Park. It's a new That's location. a great little place. Yeah. yeah, Frankenstein's Winter Park. Check this out. This is what they're going to do Saturday, the night that I'm there. We're going to have the Silva versus Diaz fight. There's not a cover charge to get in. Wow, so yeah. you want to get there, get there early, get your yeah, to get, a get your table. Yeah, get to the get table, table you want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have over 300 craft beers, 60 draft options, 36 HD TVs. So you want to get your table, get your spot. There's not a bad spot yeah, in yeah, the place. He ain't, he ain't messing around. It's 36 TVs. <laughs> Everywhere you look, there's a, a, a you know... High definition, incredible uh, television. It's good. Yeah, and then the craft food menu. So again, uh, it's a Silver versus Diaz. That's Saturday night. There's not a cover to come into the place. Just get there early enough to get a table. I mean, there's plenty of standing room, but if you want to get a table and eat and have your drinks and everything, you know, Angel, you know what looked good was the pizza. I, I opted for the hot dog because it's Pizza's called Frankenstein, awesome. yeah. so I thought it would. Uh, but I, I kind of wish I would have had the pizza because it looked really there's good. There's a lot of good stuff on that menu, and the pizza is something they do at that location that they don't they don't do at the downtown location. That's something they added there. So definitely like. I said, uh, come check it out. And then as soon as the fights are I'll be doing music in between the breaks of the fights and everything, but as soon as the fight is over, I'll start my set there. So I might again, come on and see you. Yeah, Frankenstein's Winter Park. All right, so up first, uh, we do this. We always start with the uh, pop song, and we know, or the pop genre, and we know for the better part of uh, the last six, eight months, there's been a particular song that's been number one. Uh, let's see, it's the uh, the uh, Taylor it? Swift song. Yes, yes. And this ringing? week's Billboard pop chart, this song is number two. Ooh. Taylor, I freaking love you, baby. One day, our lips will meet. And this is uh, coming off of a week that we found out that Taylor Swift does have a belly button. She yeah. has a belly button. Yeah, that was and, a big deal. Uh, apparently, she doesn't look too bad in a bikini. Didn't see the pictures. I, yeah, she looked good. She looked good. Yeah. It looked like a hell of a time. It was like her and, and like her five friends. other of her hot friends they, on a yacht in the middle of some beautiful. But they weren't <laughs> famous people. It was just her and, and her and her regular yeah, friends. Yeah. Girls, yeah. All he needs one famous person on the yacht to have a party, Russ. Yeah. Pretty much. That's all you need. Who needs anybody else? It's gonna go down now, here's the thing. The song that's, uh, uh, you know, unseated her at number one on the pop charts, it's been around for a minute. Yeah. Uh-huh. But in the last 10, 15 days, it's caught on this internet sensation. All about um, that bass. This week recently, a school teacher shot a video with his students. Yeah. And they did the dance routine from the song and and you know he did it with the students and everything uh-huh. yeah. posted it online that went totally viral and then now the kick is is to basically do your dance to this song all right okay i'm i don't know what you're talking about oh okay this song is i love this song just reminds me of late 70s it just sounds like fun. It just puts me in a good mood. Cool yeah. in the gang type, yeah. Is the whole album good? Yes. Yeah, it's, it's Mark Ronson. So this is one of the featured songs on there. He's got a bunch of different artists that uh, do different songs with him. But um, yeah, this is a song with Mystical. Hold on, let me write this down. So yeah. it's, it's Charles Bronson. <laughs> Mark Bronson. Oh, my bad. <laughs> it's yeah. Charles Bronson's son. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
Yeah, that mystical song is pretty damn good. Yeah, that, and yeah. That, that's not, you know, that's one that'll be kind of difficult to play. I saw yeah. something, I think this was on Ellen or something like that, and it was Bruno Mars, and there was this kid who's like this huge Bruno Mars fan. He knows every word of this song. Oh, yeah. And it's like him and Bruno Mars sitting on a couch, like singing the, the song. It was, it was cute. You know, Russ, that Bruno Mars was the youngest ever Elvis impersonator, right? He was in the movie uh, Leading oh, Las Vegas. Vegas. Yeah. I think we've had this conversation like three times, and every time I think I'm telling you something new. I'm not a complete idiot. <laughs> I just forget. Nothing's complete. <laughs> All right, so that's, uh, again, uh, number one in the, uh, on Billboard pop charts. Is Bruno uh, I like both those songs. That's good. So, uh, you know, I, I figured out, you know, I kind of like pop music. Yeah, okay. Uptown Funk. All right, so then uh, we'll go to uh, R&B, uh, hip-hop R&B. Yeah, this is the category. I, it's, uh, this is always, uh, uh, for me. Why? I don't know. Just I, I don't. I don't connect with it usually, but it's, that doesn't mean it's wrong or right. It's just that you know. It's weird. All right. So this is uh, the number two song, R and B. Yo. Uh oh. Don't, don't get it. I don't get it. It's the beat that puts this song over, dude. Not a Nicki Minaj fan. This Not is, at all. This is hip hop, though. This is straight up a beat. And rhyme yeah. The beat is hot though Come on I like the beat I just don't like Nicki Minaj I can't stand her Don't read her Rolling Stone article Oh what? no That's part of the reason I can't stand her This would just irritate me what do you mean? You gotta hear it in the right context. I don't know what the hell she's saying. If you heard this in the club and it's like at one o'clock in the morning, you've had a handful of drinks. I'd like anything, man. And your girl's grinding on you. How could you not understand this? Truthfully. Let's listen to the lyrics. Even if her name was Pop Quiz? Yeah, you get it. I don't know what that means. Well, you didn't listen to it. All right, so that's uh, number two again. That's uh, uh, Nicki Minaj. Nicki Minaj. Okay. And it features uh, Drake and uh, Lil, Lil Wayne. Wayne. Yeah, not, not uh, a fan of that. Not a great fan either. Yeah. And mm. uh, Chris Brown on the hook, so. Here's number one. Wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Love this song. It's Kanye West? Uh, sure. Usher. Usher. Mine. If you dance on a pole, talking about a stripper. Oh, yeah, I do. If you dance on that pole, don't make you a hoe. Oh, is that what he said? Why the, why, why was that dumped out? If you Here we go. go that money, money, money. Cause I can't play it on XL, bro. Oh, exactly. Come on, buddy. Okay, I don't hate this. It's smooth, man. Oh, and a good system, this one. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And the Juicy J's on here, too, so yeah. it's a good look. And I understand every word he's saying. All right, so that's uh, one Got a mighty. in hip-hop could, and R&B. Could you emulate Michael Jackson's voice any more than that? Oh, you know, you're right. Is the- My God, the breathiness. Yeah. Oh, he totally he totally gives credit to Michael. That's as bitten as it gets. All right, so we'll go to uh, country music and uh, oh, good. not a whole lot of movement there. Oh, it didn't move? You know, I just don't connect with this. I don't know why. That's all right. I know you don't. <laughs> Too many whites. Makes me want to drive. I am driving Jimmy. now. My hair is blowing in the wind. Everything is freaking badass. Oh, it's Carrie Underwood, right? You sing it, Carrie. This is not my favorite. I do like Carrie Underwood a lot better now. Yeah. Love it or hate it. You cannot deny 
Tired of chick talent. Cool. You can say. My God. Yeah, I, I don't know why this song's doing so well. It's Carrie uh, Underwood, and it has that break. And, and Will American Idol ever get another artist this huge? Uh, I mean, you can't no. say no because you don't know, but right. I think the time's running out on that show. But Yeah, I, don't, I think it's I not mean, two more seasons left, and it's done. And you see Philip Phillips is suing. Yeah. 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 They shouldn't even print American Idol's name without this chick's picture near it. Yeah, they're right. It's so vital to them. That was Carrie Underwood number two. Let's see, number one, it's got to be, uh, is it a Tim McGraw again? Uh, or Luke Bryant? Is that a train? Oh, yeah. He's now, he's, he's now like kind of the king of country. Him and, uh. The guy, you know, what's his face on uh, Saturday Night Live did well. Oh, did he? Um, Blake Shelton. Blake Shelton, yeah. So this is, uh, last one was Carrie Underwood, Something in the Water. This is Luke Bryan, I See You. Blake Shelton is the Drake of country. I know, it's, it's like, all these songs are sad songs. All right, so that's uh, one and two in the country chart. We'll in do, country, uh, they're usually missing somebody, or they're drinking and missing somebody. And then uh, we'll move on to rock. Oh, no, not so fast. Uh, It actually sounds like rock. You don't like that? I'm tired of music, man. It all sucks. It, so- it sounds like the soundtrack to a monster truck video game. Yeah, it all sucks. Who's this? Caesar or something like that? No, it's and I've always had a problem with like. To me, this sounds like um, Fallout Boy, but this is Three Days Grace. Yeah, it sounds like Three Days Grace. Three Days Grace. Yeah, Three Days Grace. I am a machine. All these, all there's a bunch of bands like this genre. They they all sound exactly alike. Yeah. They're way too clean. Yeah, we'll play uh, clean during the chorus or during the verse, and then we'll ramp it up for the chorus, and we'll go back to clean. We'll have a break where a guitar player plays kind of a lead. You said it perfect last week. They all sound like the Transformer soundtrack. You're right. Yeah, yeah. it's all like yeah. the Transformer soundtrack. This band, Linkin Park, Seether, Five Finger Death Punch, all the same band. Okay, so that's number Different two guys in rock. smelly leather. <laughs> and then uh, here's number one. Man, that's a rock song? Who's your again? Yeah. <laughs> he hasn't been knocked off, dude. I'll see you guys tomorrow. <laughs> Who's your again, again, this is according to Billboard, and Billboard does this off of a sales. This is what people are buying. I do like the song, but I think I'm getting sick of it. I still like it. It's a hypnotizing song, though. It's funny, I don't think of that as rock. I don't, know what I, would, I don't know what I would call it, but I wouldn't... You're on a rock station. You don't think you're gonna hear yeah, what a melodic? Yeah, what again, but this is one of those songs you're gonna hear this everywhere. Now the album, he, you know, the guy plays guitar and he, uh, you know, th- that's what he does. So he's got other songs that might be kind of rockish, rock-ish. I guess. Oh, so he's in that category. So that's, that's why, why, as an album, it's come it comes under the category as rock. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Hey, do, do you think we're in the next couple weeks? The, the Marilyn Manson song will be in the next one so. or two. I, I would. I would. That's I would love. That's it. rock, yeah. yeah. So, and then every time I do this uh, chart, everyone gets mad because, like, why don't you do heavy metal? The thing with the heavy metal, they don't 
they don't do that as songs. They do it as albums. Oh. You know? So um, that's uh, one and two in rock. And is I'm there just... still a heavy metal genre? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There are some people that do metal? Yeah. Well, okay. What are the big metal bands now? Because I am out of the loop. Uh, probably something from Europe. I don't. I wouldn't know offhand. Europe? You mean like the Final Countdown? That band? No, Europe? I mean oh. like uh, the Netherlands or something. Oh, like that. Well, um, I'm gonna give all. you my pick of the week. This is a fun song. It's oh, not good. brand new, but it's something fun to have a good time with. It's called the Fashionista. Uh, Fashionistas. Oh yeah, you played a little bit of this. And it's uh, losing control. What is Bruno Mars and Mark Ronson doing? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, late, yeah. late 70s uh, groove. Yeah. Groove R&B is what that is. I mean, it's it's all cyclical. It's coming around. This is just a fun song. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's, that's a cool. 60s R&B song is what yeah, that is. that's what it is, yeah. And that's the ones and twos brought to you by Frankenstein's. Like the Ronettes or something like that. All right, uh, you're listening to the Monsters of the Morning. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.